0: The following Toku Podcast to contain spoilers from both past and present Tokusatsu, anime, manga, movies, and other related media. If you do not wish to be spoiled, we suggest turning off the podcast now. Otherwise, please enjoy the show.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Toku Podcast, the best show about Tokusatsu you probably never heard of. And once again, to piss off the ultra fan base, I am always as AJ. That is Jay. Uh,
0: hello. <laughs> That wasn't uh, timed I, I know, that,
1: that was perfect uh, So, today we are reviewing our third official uh, Ultraman series First one was Nexus Next one was G- Gingo, which I legitimately don't remember anymore No, uh, not at all And today it's Jeed. Uh, yes uh, I was thrown into this one, being told that this was the greatest thing in the entire world and no one should tell you otherwise by multiple people. So let's see what happened.
0: Well, so- <laughs> I certainly didn't go that far, but I told you the show was amazing, so.
1: Well, okay. Let's, let, let's, let's talk about a little bit about this show's his, our show's history with Ultraman. We don't exactly have a really good track record so far. <laughs> I did okay. The first thing we did was the movie, which, which was, I don't even think was I'll a take, good thing for me to watch.
0: I'll take full, full credit. That was a uh, that was my suggestion that we did because I saw the movie and I was like, oh yeah, this really got me into Ultraman. Completely misremembering that I already knew a lot about Ultraman and those two clowns didn't. Um, I
1: I legitimately had no idea. I I mean I mean I know what Ultraman is, but like I don't know who the fuck these people are. So that was already a bad sign from the outset.
0: And then we did Nexus, which was a... I mean, I again, I really liked Nexus, but it had flaws to it. I, I, uh, AJ seemed to not like it as much as I did. Um, I
1: didn't like the... Again, I didn't like the second half, which just seems to be a really big recurring theme with a lot of Ultraman series.
0: Well, uh, people not liking the second half of Nexus was at least a, a more more of a greater opinion than I think you're going to have here. Uh, and then we did Gingo, which everybody hates. <laughs> um, nobody, I fell asleep! No, nobody likes Ginga at all, except for, like, weirdo Indonesians, but we don't talk Dude, about
1: Dude, people who like Ginga... I know who likes Ginga. Insomniacs. It really helps.
0: But also Ginga it, S, but I mean, yeah, Ginga S was fine. Uh, Ginga
1: S was mediocre at most.
0: Yeah. So...
1: And now we have Gide. Let's see what happened here. So, let's start off with... I okay so I have to ask now is every fucking ultra series an anniversary series at this point because this is like I don't know how many times I've seen Ultraman using it's old not powers.
0: like a it's not a anniversary type thing at this point it's it's more their way to kind of like set up it's like a shared universe there's there's definitely upsides to the the whole the whole thing is it's the the new generation ultras and it's their whole thing is that it's like oh they're all powered by Oh, excuse me, old heroes up until they get their super duper ultra form, and that's their own power. And it's not again. It started with Ginga, where it was an anniversary type thing, and they've just kind of kept it going. One because it makes money, but two because it's again. It kind of sets up this, this shared universe type thing that they've been doing, even though they're not always a shared universe. But we'll get to that. Um, yeah. So it it's less like pandering to nostalgia like most anniversary type shows are and it's more just hey do you remember this guy from this show too yeah where they all exist in the same universe and it's fun you can see this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy you know I get it I get it I, there there are problems with it I, I'll i admit I've started to get sick of seeing you know uh, fucking Zet has his form which is Leo and Seven and Zero and I'm sick and tired of seeing the, the same combos every single season so it's I can get it. I get it. It's Again, tiring.
1: it's one of those things where it's like I understand that I understand why they do it, but it's so tiring. The like w- it's the way? like it I think that's the biggest reason why I haven't even tried like the newer series because it's just the same powers, basically. Like, the different suits, but the same powers, really? It, it like,
0: definitely is more, for the case if you're a long-time Ultraman fan, it's not as helpful to, like, a beginner, I would say. But the, the way somebody I was talking to, and I don't remember if this was, like, a friend or just some random post I saw, the way somebody explained it is that, like, it's kind of like you have the older heroes, the old yard, who show up. And they're kind of, you know, they're lending the new heroes their power until they kind of get their, their footing, because, you know, the new heroes, they're not as experienced, they don't really have, like... They don't do
1: it fo- with fucking common right? just throw the motherfuckers into the goddamn river and well, hope of, they swim. Well, of
0: course not, but that's kind of the whole idea they've been setting up with the, the new generation <laughs> heroes, that's, you know, it's the new, the, the new guard, it's the new ones of the old heroes, so it's a, a symbolic passing of the torch type thing, but... Granted, you know, five or six seasons in a row, it starts to get a little stale, and you start to wonder, just like, okay, do, do they really want to, like, pass the torch here, or they just they just not care at all? It really like?
1: does It it feels like that, because it's like, okay, look, I'm gonna, uh, like, we have, we, we, granted, we didn't have many of, like, the more recent-ish Ultras, I think the more recent ones was Ginga and, well, Ginga, Victory, and Zero, The other ones were kind of older, with the
0: exception of uh, Zero's power-up forms, because of course Zero got a fucking power-up form. The oldest Ultra that got used was Cosmos, and Cosmos was like 2002, I think. Okay, Hikari showed up as well, and he was 2006. So yeah, nothing like nothing older than like 10 years or younger than 10 years or so, with the exception of Zero. But zero is yeah, zero, and so who gives a fuck? Yeah, um, but but that's
1: what I'm saying, like it just kind of feels weird that again, it I, I this is just probably the reason I don't I have not gotten really into Ultra. Maybe I'll get into like the older series because it was before they even started doing that. But like the new series, it's just I, I don't care about these powers. Like give me something new. It's like it's like if we had every season be decade or every season be zero. God, fuck no. But you know what I mean? Like, or every season be go-Kaijer. It's like, it would get, it would uh, yeah, get, old. I think
0: kaijer would be the, the better comparison because it's less like, oh, here's all these dumb bullshit crossovers. It's, it's more just, oh, here's these heroes that have the same powers of the old heroes. That's basically it.
1: And uh, It gets fucking old.
0: I like it because I already, you know, I like Ultraman. I kind of, you know, I've seen more than AJ has. So I, you know, I when I see the heroes, I recognize it. I kind of get the, the references. I get the, See, oh, here's that monster from this episode of Taro or whatever, or you know, oh, here's so that what you're saying
1: from- is, yes. uh, I
0: clap because I know what that is. Not quite that, because <laughs> it's it's not just like, oh, they're doing it for the sake of it. There, there's you know, there's, there's, <laughs> there's reason reasons, of for course. It, I guess it's not pointless service like it's, like Zia. It's better Decky than ATST. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Again,
1: I I can see why they do it, and it's not like. Again, it's not like it's like shoved in your face, like Zeo or Decade, where like they're just shoving it in your face. Oh, look, there's old people. It's just, I don't know, it just doesn't do much for me. But again, that's the way the rest of the show is, I the, think. The
0: point that I was uh, really making there is that it's, it's more just like a... It's not like the Ultra themselves is important to the plot. It's not like Seven is showing up to dick around and then he gives g'd his powers no it's just oh here's this power that happens to be associated with seven that's it it's not like the character like they're making a big deal about the character it's just yeah he doesn't become
1: like ultra seven or anything
0: yeah it's it's not like he has to go through leo's training where uh ultra seven chased him with a fucking jeep and (laughs) threw dynamite at him Um, now see if that happened this show would be a lot (laughs) better if that happened that'd be great but uh i don't think they have the money for that anymore uh, which is again <laughs> another reason why they they're sticking to this format is because it's because it's cheaper. They, you know it, they don't have to spend money on doing it.
1: Yeah, I can again, that, but that's why we have the rest of the show. And I and let, let's get into the rest of the show of Ultraman Geed or Jeed or whatever the fuck you want to say because it's it's, I don't really I don't give a shit. <laughs> so let's get into our main Ultra. Uh, his name is Riku.
0: I don't like him. Hey, I love, I fucking love I don't like this kid. He's my favorite. Look, I,
1: I, I don't like him. There's just something about him that I just, I look at him like he has his moments. He has his moments where I'm like, all right, I can see, I can see what people like about him. But overall, I don't know, dude. He came off like just a bitch.
0: He kind of came out I mean, like a bitch. I mean, he's kind of an idiot. He's kind of a man-child. Well, like, okay, kind of, like, the, man, the man-child, man-child part was fine.
1: The man-child part was fine, and, like, the kind of uh, aloofness, that's fine. I like that. Like, the like the like for fuck's sake, one of my favorite scenes in the entire show was, like, them talking about him going to buy a vacuum, and then he cuts to him buying a fucking PS4. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. That was funny. But for the most part, it's just like, kid, you're a bitch. You're a little bitch. I don't know, dude. I would, I I would know, dude.
0: disagree. I, again, he's definitely a goofball. He's definitely not the brightest boy in the t- town. Uh, he's kind of... Yeah, definitely you're right there. He's aloof, but... Uh, I wouldn't say he's like he's a bitch or anything. I mean, he's... He definitely tries. He definitely like is like act. He wants to be a hero. He's not being like, oh, I don't want to be Ultraman. Oh, it sucks. I have to fight. No, that would be him being a bitch. Him. Yeah, for, but no, I, I just more like it's just something oh, yeah, about I fucking him. Love being Ultraman.
1: I, I don't know. It's just something about him. Just like it didn't click. Like I just felt like, how do I, how do I say it? And I'm trying to, think, I'm trying to think of a good way to like, to articulate this because he wasn't bad like totally he wasn't like like a sogo who had nothing to him he wasn't like a takaru who was just shit he he had his moments but there was just this one thing about him that i just didn't like and i think as the show went on i think the reason i did not feel anything for him and this may be something that I, that i maybe i missed or maybe i just it, again it didn't click with me I didn't really feel his struggle, you know what I mean? Like, his struggle of he's a hero and he's trying to find what he, what he wants to protect, but he's also the son of Belial. I didn't, I didn't feel like any weight to it, because it's like, I mean that, that 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 can also probably go to the fact that they beat Belial within the first twelve fucking episodes, but whatever. But like, it, it, there was like, I didn't feel any real like connection to his struggle. Again, there's another character I feel way more for, which we'll get to. But with him, again, he's not <coughs> awful. He's not awful. He's just I didn't feel it, you know? Like I I didn't feel what I was supposed to.
0: See, I would I would disagree here where I kind of get what you're saying where and I'll agree there's there's elements where there's not much of like a a struggle where it's Again, as you mentioned, uh, Riku is, of course, the son of series main antagonist, <laughs> Ultraman Belial. Uh, Greatest although, man ever. Although, that being said, I guess I gotta specify, Riku is his son in the same way Solid Snake is Big Boss' son. Technically, that's true, but you're missing the full context. Look!
1: Um, they are... Te- Solid Snake is Big Boss's son, and don't you fucking forget
0: well, it. Well, yes, but he's also a clone. It's, it's different. So he, God
1: damn it, Jay, don't take this away
0: from me. Listen... You, you can be somebody's son while also being a clone. We learned this from Metal Gear Solid, okay? So, yes, much like Metal Gear Solid, our main hero is the clone of the big bad. Uh, and it's...
1: Solid Belial.
0: Yeah. Uh, so there's... There really isn't too much, like, angst over it. There's a couple of episodes where it's like, well, okay, my dad is the most awful human... Well most awful person in the universe and beyond. Uh, and uh, there's kind of like a struggle of him trying to like overcome his dad's legacy and become his own hero without having to... I think uh, you yeah, just hit it right there.
1: Detach from the past. You just hit it. You just hit what I was thinking about. And it's the fact that I didn't want angst, but I wanted more of a hurdle to jump over. Because while well, he does every once in a while think about it, it's not like it's made a big deal of and it's not like it's really shown to even matter because as we've as we're going to get into people know who belial technically is but nobody on this planet really knows that he's the son of belial i think only once or twice i remember them saying oh he kind of looks like belial they they mentioned
0: but, early on that a big re- like early on when he first shows up they mentioned that people are afraid of jeed they they don't trust him they think he's here to destroy them Because, again, he looks like the guy who blew up Earth, like, two or three months ago. I think, I don't really, they never really exactly make clear when the whole backstory of the show, which I think we can, we should get into a little bit. Um, Belial came down and did Belial things. Nine years. So, quick backstory of the show, we're going to (laughs) segue here. Uh, Yeah. Belial blew up the universe. Uh, I don't know how he did that, but he did. Uh, you just
1: It just happens, Jay. Every once in a while, you just do it.
0: So, somehow, in some massive off-screen battle, uh, Belial defeats the entire Ultra Garrison and Zero, who is fucking god mode, blows up the universe, uh, but then Ultraman King, with his power to do anything, shows up and just fixes everything, because he's Ultraman King, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, <laughs> and so, so people are like, they're kind of aware that it happened, but they're, you know... Nobody really questions the whole. Oh yeah, didn't the it's, universe explode like three? See, weeks it's ago? weird because yeah.
1: like at the beginning, it they kind of like they kind of like made it seem like people con- like it was like an, like it was a conspiracy theory. Like, oh, they don't actually think it exists. It's a, it's a myth. It's a legend.
0: Where like, it's that's like, what it, I, that's, that's that's kind of what it sounded like, 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 like at the start they're aware of who like ultraman's ultraman they're aware of belial they're aware of the fact that he did something but they don't really know and they're like oh maybe he exists we don't really have any records except for this blurry photograph of belial it's it's weird i'll, I'll give it that it's kind of weird um, but, but which, so which is why i which is why
1: i i went back to the whole thing of like again i don't want like sasuke angst out of geed Or Riku, sorry. I just want more of, like, a... Show me more that he's overcoming the fact that he's Belial's son. Like, I don't know, give me an episode where people find out he's Belial's kid... And he has to show him, like, look, I'm really not that bad. I've been saving your asses for, like, the past ten episodes.
0: I think if there definitely was more a little bit of that. Like, because they they do come to pretty much immediately begin to respect and, like, jeed relatively quick... I think if they kind of stretch that out a little bit longer, like up until the first Belial fight, that's really when he's you know he defeats Belial and he saves the Earth again. Uh, that they they really start to finally accept him, and if they they had a little bit more of Riku trying to be like, oh Belial did this thing. Oh well, I, I you know. exactly. Nobody
1: ever tells him what he what he does. Like I think Zero only mentions. Oh yeah, he's kind of an asshole.
0: Yeah, is, yeah. No, nobody really ever like goes into detail exactly what people hate about Belial. Again, Zero kind of gives him a little <laughs> bit, but most of that it's kind of inferred that he learned off-screen. and Which I, it's I'm not lazy, a fan I of. That. Um, again, I, I th-
1: again, overall I don't think Riku is bad-bad. I don't think he's awful. I mean, I, I I hyperbolized earlier, like, oh, I hate him, but like r- realistically, I don't... I really don't dislike him that much. It's just, there's things about him that I feel... If you had done a bit differently, like talk a bit more about Belial, let's see it. Let's see how he overcomes that legacy. Let's see people accept him. Or more organically Maybe Zero doesn't even trust him at the start I mean I thought they were going to do that at the beginning Like I thought oh maybe Zero's like What the fuck you're Belial's kid There's nothing yeah. good can come of you yeah, It's we, not like we don't know that, Bell- that Zero isn't fucking racist anyways
0: Well that, that's the problem is that <laughs> we, you know, we need to have Zero be the ultimate pure pureness of goodness and heart So we can't have him hating our main As a super thing. racist I mean to be fair he's he's an ultra garrison member They're, they're all kind of <laughs> racist by default <laughs> we don't man. Um, I mean, like, like them you ever, kind Have around you ever watched Garrison. the original Ultraman show? Fucking Ultraman just guns down Ultras constantly. Not Ultra. He guns down Kaiju constantly. Cold-hearted bastard. Um, they deserved it, Jay. They did, but that's besides the point. <laughs> They're on my lawn. <laughs> so, I kind of get what you're saying, and I would agree. I think that having a little bit more of, like... Granted, I'm kind of sick and tired of the whole "oh sins of the father" wanked bullshit in these kinds of shows, anyways. So yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm fine with you there. With it not being there, but the what there is, it kind of does feel a little lacking. So I'll agree with you there, but I don't think that makes Riku a bad character. That's definitely a bad plot. Line he, he's flat. That doesn't necessarily I say. make him a bad character. And again, I, no, I, I, I don't even necessarily say he's flat. Oh, if you said he doesn't have much of a character arc, I'll give you that, because he pretty much begins and ends the show exactly the same. So, yeah, pretty much. Which Again, I, I, like I said, I don't think he's bad. Say, But I would agree that that is kind of a, a negative point of the show, is that our hero, he never really grows. There's a little bit where he grows, but it's it's mostly surface level.
1: That, that's what I'm saying. I mean, literally, he grows. He's an ultra. The, well, but still, of course, like- yes. Yeah, <laughs> no, duh. But, but like I said, I, again, I sh- I should stress because I know there's going to be somebody out there who's just going to skip and just after me saying I hate Rico, I just I don't legitimately hate him. I just think there could have been more done, and I don't think he's that great. Again, I don't. I, he's fine. He's a fine kid. But Even though every time I see him, I think he should be fighting undead. But you know, that's here, here, or there.
0: <laughs> that's right. You think he looks like Blade for? Some he ways. does. He looks so much like his fucking actor,
1: specifically before the golf club.
0: Well, I mean, most people tend to look different after a golf club.
1: (laughs) Specifically before the golf club. Mm. Like, around the time that he came out in the X-8 special, where they're all like Sentai Rangers for some reason. Like, look at a picture of Blade's actor there and look at Geed. It's uncanny. It's actually scary. Because every time I see him, I'm like... Wow, you could be like this guy this guy's like double if he ever needed one. It's wild, honestly. I don't know why they never got this guy to play him in fucking anything but whatever.
0: Mm. Mm. I would like to see him in more things. He's a fun actor. I think he's pretty good. Um, I think so too. so let's let's move down the cast list. We have uh, Riku's heterosexual life partner and sidekick. <laughs> Uh, who is a... He Pegas the- him every day. What what the hell is that species name again? Let me say... Let me pegas, the, uh, pega, pegas, Pegasus. Pegasus. Pe- Pegasi alien. Uh, pega- Pegasi. Pegasi. Pegasi, I think. Uh, a weirdo a Ultra alien, alien, alien name. Yeah. A weirdo shadow alien monster thing. Um, he's fun. <laughs> he, he's mostly just a kind of a comedic foil for Riku. He doesn't really do a whole lot. He has like an episode or two where he has a little bit of a spotlight, but he's... He's mostly just there. Uh, he's not bad per se, but he—he's real. He's just kind of like a sidekick. He—he one he, hundred percent, dude. I focus, thought it was a chick. So they don't really. You know what? I mean, come on. They, they refer to him as a guy constantly. What do you once? A, a couple of times. They, look, most look, of the time, listen. okay.
1: Look, most of the time they mention Pega. It's either where did they go because he's in a group, or they say him. They say his name. I think I only remember like twice where I actually remember them saying him. And that was the the episode where he he and Riku broke up.
0: Okay, well you know what? I'll give you that. Granted. <laughs> I mean, he's he's voiced by uh what's it? Let me double check I'm saying the name. Megumi Ogata anyways. So Yeah, there uh, you go. Then again, uh, when was the last time Megumi Ogata voiced a female character? So I mean, I can't think of the last time. So
1: Again, I just I just assumed it was a chick because of the voice. I was like, "Oh, it's a it's a chick monster."
0: You know, I oh Meg, Megumi Han. Sorry, I was wrong. But st- again, my point remains. When was the last time she voiced a female character? Um, so again, you know what? I I'm kind of not surprised you uh you did that though. I won't lie, I kind of expected that.
1: I thought it was. I I just kind of thought
0: like, oh, it's a it's a chick
1: because the voice.
0: Mm. Uh. So then there's uh. There's Riku and Pega's Tard Wrangler, Laiha. What what the hell is there to even say about her? Uh, She's she's,
1: boring, but she does very cool, flashy moves. She
0: she is there so Koichi Sakamoto can project his fetish. Um, Because, of course, this is a Koichi Sakamoto production. Uh, I don't know how you wouldn't figure that out from episode one, but it is. Mr. Sakamoto, why do I have to keep doing the windmill? Just let me see the pitch. Okay, I should I should specify. He's the the writer, according to the uh, <laughs> the, the Blu-ray's uh, info book. Uh, even though he didn't write the show, uh, yeah. So so brief aside. Every
1: uh, every scene, lift up your arm.
0: So brief aside. Uh, of course, the the show came out on Blu-ray, and we were gonna I was gonna discuss that a little bit more later. Um, and it's. There, it's a little sloppy uh, not in terms of the translation although that being said uh, the translation oh. of the movie was kind of bad uh, but there's there's a lot of points where it's like you can tell this was like a first draft of a translation and it wasn't really done like this was like, like a really literal <laughs> translation I mean um, there was a
1: few times I thought they were giving Moa a weird fucking Boston accent because every time she said hard they forgot the R so it's like ah it's really hard
0: yeah uh, so, well, I mean that. To be fair, that's more Crunchyroll's fault than uh, Super. Fault. What was it? Was it was the version I was looking at? Crunchyroll's? So, the I don't know if you you watched it on a Movie Spree, right? So that's the same yes. as the Blu-ray. So the Blu-ray uses the Crunchyroll subtitles from when oh, the show Jesus. first aired, but the movie is a brand new translation because that never came out over here until now. Uh, so, which is why it's not very good. <laughs> Anyways, so. Back to the topic of her, uh, she does nothing. She doesn't really serve a purpose at all, other than being the the stop having fun character, which of course is always a death sentence for a character because they're always, always, always the most boring character in a show when they're not the main character, uh, especially yeah. in these kinds of shows where they're they're mostly just there as the side. Granted, again, again, she
1: does really cool martial arts moves. That's it's interesting. It's cool. She does really cool moves, but they uh, do give
0: her a lot of action scenes. She does get to have a lot of fights. Hell, she ends up defeating one of the main villains in the final episode in a fucking sword fight. So there's that. Um, but throughout, like kind of like the the usual rank and file, Monster of the Week plots, she doesn't really do a whole lot. She, she just has, like
1: gets scared.
0: It, we kind of get told her backstory where it's. Oh, her parents were killed in a monster attack, and that's why she she hates aliens. But they don't really say she hates aliens. She's just like she oh, hates I'm the a, dude. I'm I'm a bitch because my monster my my monster died from my parents. My parents. My died monster from, died from my parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, my parents died from a monster, but she doesn't even like know who who caused the monster until like halfway, and that's not really like. And even she's then, she kind like of a-
1: she kind of mentioned that like she knows who it is. It's just like they waited that long to mention it.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but we'll, we'll it's weird. In just a second, uh, so she's kind of boring, but I think that's a, a universal opinion. Most people I've talked to about the show think she's boring. Uh, then we'll move on to, uh, of course, our secondary hero, uh, Ledo, the best guy in AKA the entire AKA show, and don't hero. you fucking
1: forget it. Greatest character in the show.
0: So, of course, uh, because this is a modern Ultraman show, we need to have Ultraman Zero show up. uh, And he actually has a main role in this because, God fucking forbid, we go one season without Ultraman Zero nowadays.
1: (laughs) Oh, that sucks because I really
0: like Zero in this one. I mean, no! No, that's the thing. I really like... Let Let me put it like this, AJ. Ultraman Zero is the John Cena of Ultraman.
1: He comes in, steals your thunder, and leaves?
0: Yes. But also, he's <laughs> well, ridic- ridiculously, ridiculously overexposed. He appears constantly in everything now, ever since his appearance. And he, it's not like its he's unpopular. People really, really like Zero. He's very popular. He's earned his popularity. He's earned the push. But... That doesn't mean that they don't still put him in literally fucking everything. Ever. Which doesn't help because, much like John Cena, he's completely unbeatable and he's ridiculously overpowered. Uh, he, Again, I I liked, I liked, okay, is, I'll, I'll say why, it like this. Which is why they stick him with Leto is because he's a, basically a power limiter. Where Leto is, he's a boring, weak, wimpy office worker. And that's it. And that's he tries his best, goddammit. it. He—that's the thing too—is that like he really, really, much like Riku, he's kind of a big goofball, and he really, really likes being a hero. But unlike he's Riku, a, he's a—he is a bitch wimp. <laughs> Which, of course, is funny because they—you know—he's stuck with Zero, who's—you know—he's the hotshot new guy. He's like the—the the most ridiculous. I, th- I think Zero is, like, the third or fourth most powerful Ultra right now. I think the only, like, Ultras who are more powerful than him are Ultraman King, who, as I explained earlier, has the power to do anything, and Noah, who is basically God. It, um, Ultraman
1: Noah, who can do the power of anything plus two.
0: Exactly. Uh, anything plus <laughs> infinity. Uh, Again, so, I,
1: I, liked, I liked the combination of Zero and Leto. And I know exactly why because Leto really did. It's it's Leito, right? That's how you say it. Yes. It's not it's not supposed to be like r- like Raito or anything. Okay. No,
0: no, it, it's it's spelled L E I T O. I think they show it in English at one point, but I don't remember.
1: That's such um, a weird name. Um,
0: it's J- Japanese is weird like that.
1: I know, right? But okay, so the reason I liked him is because he kind of filled the void that Riku left for me, which is I could on like with him they show what he's struggling for. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. He's, he's he's just some businessman trying to support his family, and now he's got to save the fucking world. I'm with it. I am 100% with it. I I There's like multiple times in this story where I was just like,
0: I kind of want
1: him to be the main character.
0: See, and, and as I explained, they already kind of did that plot as a main character. Uh, it was called Ultraman Saga. Although, granted, that was more he gets stuck with a little bitch who doesn't want to be ultraman and here it's he gets stuck with a little bitch who wants to be ultraman but he can't fucking do anything at all because he's a weak spineless office worker um but i like plato i really enjoyed him he, he's a fucking meaningful for, for for zero because zero of course is this you know he's this outgoing energetic uh, you know he's brash confident super strong super you know egotistical and then you have Leto, who is the exact opposite. He's kind of this meek, unassuming, spineless, you know, again, he is the prototypical salary man. Uh, <laughs> so, of course, sticking him with someone like Zero is immediate, instant comic uh, comic effect.
1: I, I just really, again, I it while he was really good with comedy, again, I just liked his story. I don't know why, I just really connected with that.
0: I, thought, I don't have I, a, I don't have a little, family that I know of, but his little you know. arc was fun, where it's uh, he he kind of really starts growing and really like fills this role as being an Ultraman as well, where he he like he wants to be a hero so he can protect his family. You know, he's he's doing it for the fun of it, of course, too. But he's he's really like trying to be somebody that he's not and become. He he does have an arc, unlike you know Riku does. I, I'll, I'll put it like that.
1: And, and I felt it dude Like I really felt it Because I was just like Damn I, I can feel that this guy Wants to protect His little kid He wants to protect His wife He doesn't He can't do much He They're probably just Barely getting by But he's God damn it He's doing it man He's fucking in there Yeah Like you know what, I, I I legitimately Was husband, scared for him dad,
0: And he's a great superhero too And I I think it's fun And he uh, Again He has a, great, a lot of great uh, Comedic foil With Zero He, he really plays off of both of Riku and you know the rest of the cast as well and I think that's good too is that he he could really he's a really good actor as well he can really play off both with uh you know again with Zero and everybody else uh, you know both when he's because they, they do this fun little thing uh which it, it kind of reminds me a little bit tiny bit of Superman where he's like when he's got the glasses on, you know, he's Leto, and he's like, he oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm pretty again. sure that's exactly why they did and it. Then he takes his glasses off, and then he's Zero, and then, you know, he's he's this, you know, bold, barrel-chested superhero type guy. And they do a lot of fun things with that, and, you know, they have a lot of nice comedic moments with it, too. They, they don't really, because ex- it's like... Zero can kind of like force him to take the glasses off, which puts Zero in control, and then he can force him to put them back on, which puts Leto in control. But they don't exactly like make it clear, like, is this like an intentional thing? Because, like, there's one point where he's like, he's physically like trying to restrain himself from taking the glasses off. They, they, don't, <laughs> <That's> really, <true. laughs> they don't really like go into de- like what the detail of it is, but it, you know, it's, it's fine. It doesn't matter. You don't need to. It's just there for comedy's sake. Uh, and I think that was a fun bit. Uh, again,
1: I just liked I just liked him again because I just liked to sh- the, 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 the relatively down to earth struggle that he had. And I'm just like, you know what, dude, you're awesome. I like this. I like this guy. You, you know, you you know, you're doing well with a character when I am legitimately kind of like worried you're gonna kill him off because I thought, oh shit, are, did, will they actually do it? Nah, oh my nah, god,
0: nah, Ultraman's not the kind of series that does that. Well, as I've mentioned before, death in Ultraman is basically meaningless. So even if, I mean, fuck, they killed Zero off in what episode, and he just, got um, <laughs> he just got better.
1: He just got better. He uh, just
0: got better. So I, I don't. Uh, that's not really the the type of show that was. Ha- this would happen. Well, I mean, no, besides, Jerry, he did, Oh
1: no, Jay. He didn't just get better. They wanted him back really, really badly.
0: I mean, that's basically how it works.
1: <laughs> if next time you have someone die, kids, just tell them, come back, please, and in the end, they'll just pop right out of the coffin. And
0: and, and again, to go back to the uh, the thing with the glasses is that uh, he's a great actor because he can like he can switch the performances on a fly. Where he's he's got a, a whole different like body movement and like his his the way he 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 contored, you know he his facial acting his his like expressions. He, he's able to really change on the fly and it looks great and it's it's so seamless and the voice dubbing is so seamless too i honest to god thought he was mom Miano for like the first episode or two
1: dude me too i'm not gonna lie i did too granted, like i thought granted, oh, wait is that actually I, him
0: when, when i had first watched the uh the series i didn't know what mom Miano looked like because i wasn't that much of a weirdo yet uh so of course no no he's not um but it's it's fun. I, I really enjoy it. It was it really caught me off guard and I think it's he's he's really is the he's almost the star of the show, more so, but I, I think he bleh, 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 bleh. Ugh. I just I
1: just like I just liked him in general. Again, I feel like there was pointed that I wanted him to be the main character, but that's neither here nor there and I don't yeah, think I'm ever going to be able to watch this whole series of Zero. Thing is
0: that they, they, they kind of needed to have, again, as I mentioned, Zero is ridiculously overpowered, so they kind of needed to have him on the sideline, so that puts Leto on the sideline a lot, too, which is unfortunate. <laughs> mm.
1: So when are we going to get the Ultraman Zero series?
0: Uh, well, that depends. We've already had, like, six or seven different Zero movies. I don't think we're ever going to get, like, a Zero show at this point.
1: No, no, we we need one. Super Ryan likes money.
0: I mean, again, how many times do I have to say zero is too powerful for that? For that, you'd realize that they're probably not going to do a zero like an Just, just zero make
1: zero Belial two.
0: I, I don't know. They might at some point. Know, there's, there's <laughs> who, the, who knows? There's Maybe the movie the, that's coming out is that. There's all the the YouTube shows and the the specials like Ultra Galaxy Fight. Those are kind of like the zero shows mostly.
1: But I think <laughs> it's just like it going come out. Oh my him. God, Belial too. Might get
0: a little old. So mm.
1: I mean, I, I guess I guess it would be a thing. I guess it would be a thing of like in Dragon Ball, like how much stronger can Zero possibly get?
0: Exactly. You know, he's he already has you know eight billion fucking power ups. So
1: so speaking of that, who do we go on to next? So we just go on to K. So we've, K- got,
0: we've got the two alien uh, alien cop t- people. Oh my
1: god, I forgot about these people.
0: <laughs> to be fair, they don't do a whole lot. Uh, there's Moa, the stereotypical childhood friend character of Riku. Uh, Who did
1: not shut the fuck up.
0: She's, she's fun. She's a little annoying. She doesn't really do a whole lot. I think she has a couple of fun moments. I like the whole thing where she becomes jealous of Laiha because, oh... She thinks it's uh, Riku's girlfriend. They're they're living together. Oh no! Uh, they, they fucking. They're sharing the same space with each other. He's she's taking my territory. Uh, I think that was Jesus. fun. They, they, that that was fun. Yeah. It was a fun, but as like a character, she doesn't really do a whole lot. Uh, she's like a basically she's a Men in Black agent. Uh, I I like
1: that idea actually. I was gonna say I do like that idea. I mean, I'm pretty sure they've done it in Ultraman before. I don't know.
0: In terms of, like... Usually when they have, like, the the Science Patrol or the Attack Team or whatever... The Ultra is usually a part of it or in some way connected to it. This is something a little more unique here. But I think the other shows kind of do the whole shtick better. Um, I,
1: I like the idea of it just being a little bit of a Man in Black thing. That was, that was a cute little idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I like... Again... So the second part, uh, funny enough, the second half of the show, Moa really did calm down a lot. I don't know if anyone else noticed that, but she really, like, toned it the fuck down. Well, I think it helps Uh,
0: that uh, at one point they just kind of give up her having a secret identity in the Men in Black. And they just all just kind of learn it. So they, they stop having her act like a total spaz, just trying to hide the alien shit. Mostly because she also finds out that Riku is G'd anyways, so.
1: It's true. No. Um, like I said, I did like her. I liked, uh, what was his
0: name? Uh, Zena. He was a Zena. Alien, alien they didn't shadow. say his name
1: enough for me to remember.
0: He was an alien shadow, uh, also a monster from Ultra 7 like Pega, uh, who has no emotion at all because he literally doesn't have a real face, uh, which was a thing from 7 where, you know, they have, of course, they're, they're weirdo aliens. They have the human disguise, but, of course, you know, the, the mouths don't move. Uh, except for that one guy's. Except big. for John, we'll, we'll we'll talk for him. Um,
1: a, we'll get uh, to yes, we'll get to him. Uh, I, I liked he, him too. He, he you know, he was very dry.
0: Do a whole lot. He's dry, but I think it works with his character, where he's kind of the the stern, gruff. Uh, like he's the 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 bot. He's the chief, basically. Where he's he's, he's a what is it? K from Men in Black? K basically. Yeah. If if Moa was the Will Smith, she'd be the. Uh,
1: he'd be the uh fuck, what's his name
0: fuck why can i not remember
1: Damn it. uh uh, uh the, the old grumpy fucker <laughs> wow how do we both forget it and you know what i was i watched that movie yesterday i literally fuck, watched no, this got, movie no, I'm yesterday
0: i'm going to look like i'm going to feel like a fucking moron on google like what the hell his name was oh,
1: I, I i already have it here hold on tommy uh, lee jones then. there you go <laughs> <laughs> how did oh, i, I feel forget like a that fucking dude idiot. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I, I dude, he, yeah, I feel worse. I just watched this movie yesterday.
0: <laughs> yeah, so basically he's he's the agent K of the duo where he's the he's the you know, he's the grumpy grizzled veteran type basically. I think he's fun. He doesn't really have a whole lot. He gets he gets an episode or two later on where they kind of give him they flesh out his backstory and it's it's a fun little thing where they they take the plot line from Ultra 7 and they kind of put like a new spin on it. It's it's neat. It's fun. I liked it. Uh, but as a character itself, he's pretty flat. Uh, but again, he's he's not super important, even though he's in the opening credits for some reason. Uh, so because they had no
1: one else to put on <laughs> there, it's <laughs>
0: true they didn't really have a whole lot of characters in this. Who else I, were we going to put on
1: the manager? That guy freaked me the fuck out.
0: I, which again, I don't necessarily mind have them having a small cast. It works. You don't need to have eight Gorillan side characters that don't do anything.
1: Oh, so you mean like zero one.
0: Yes. Uh, So we'll, now, we'll take the last character that we really have, who is Fukuide K, our main villain. uh, A.K.A.
1: a 40-year-old man in visual K-wear. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, you know... Which
1: freaks me the fuck out every time I see him, because it's like, dude, you're a fucking pedo, come on.
0: I mean, to be fair, that's kind of standard for tokusatsu villains, so...
1: I know, but, like, every time I saw him, like, there are some villains who can pull it off, but... Looking at a forty-year-old man in visual K in a visual K outfit, it just—he, I don't know—something about him. I'm just gonna be—I'm gonna be I'm <laughs>
0: entirely honest. When I was first watching the show when it was airing, when he's in like his business suit and he's got like the the combed hair and the slick hair and he's kind of this calm and reserved guy, and then when he's in like full evil giggling lunatic mode where he's got the crazy hair and he's got the the visual K outfit as you're saying, and you know he's, he's like uh, 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 to serve Lord Belial. There. I seriously thought they were two completely different characters. I honestly Yeah, to God, right. I honest to God thought they were two entirely different people. They were
1: just different guys. I thought that too. I <laughs> thought that too. I was like, wait a minute, this, they're just, they're the same guy.
0: That, it, that was that was literally my reaction when around like episode like six or seven when the the heroes kind of when they uh, they finally first meet him for the first time in person, uh and and then, then we find out oh this is the same guy. I fucking fit, again. I felt like a complete idiot because it was so blatantly obvious, but I just I couldn't figure it out. It, it, it's
1: it's it's the way that they do his hair and the makeup. Like, cause I swear to you, they put like like some kind of cont- contorter like makeup on his face to make the like the wrinkles of his face more prominent when he's evil. It's like it looks because when he's the businessman, he looks all nice and clean. Like he looks like a fucking model, and when he's in the visual K wear, like. He almost has like these dark lines around his, like his lips and shit. And I'm like, they put those there, but like on purpose, make him look weirder.
0: I, I compared him to, uh, Dan. Yes. That was that was, what I was gonna say. He's, he's basically just Dan. Dude. The but second I saw him,
1: I was like, that's Dan.
0: Well, to be fair, this came out in, what was this? 20, yeah. I was going to say
1: this came out before
0: 2015, 26. This basically came out around the same time as X Aid was. So you, well, the end...
1: No, this is the end of... The, the end of Ghost was 2015. The The August... Of, like, know, around me, August, September. Let me
0: double-check when this aired, because it was, like, right when... Uh, X-Aid was ending, pretty much. So, hold on. So, episode one ended... Or, episode one aired. So, yeah, this, this aired basically, like, a week or two before X-Aid ended, so...
1: Oh! Oh, so they ripped it off hmm.
0: sort of I think it's weird because uh, well for starters I liked Kay more when he was kind of the, the calm reserved businessman character instead of like with Dan where I liked him better when he was a, a kooky wacky fuck man so because, yeah. well I was going to say because it's even
1: weirder because well I was going to say it's even weirder because with Kay I don't know if you've noticed this or maybe it was just me hearing it weird. He almost sounds like he's doing the Dan voice when he's yelling.
0: He definitely, he definitely is trying to like copy the voice too. So
1: it, it sounds so similar, like the way like when he goes like ah, it looks, it sounds exactly the same. And I'm like, why are you doing? That? I mean, maybe it's because I mean, we know why Dan was fucking hugely popular, but still, it was weird. Hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was, it was a little weird. Uh, I honestly could have done without it I think if they they spent the entire show with him kind of being the the calm reserved kind of scheming you know businessman type character I think it would have been more entertaining but you know what I, have been um, would have
1: been smarter what if they had two of them
0: yeah if there, if there really was two different characters uh, that would have been yeah
1: cool. that would have been cool
0: I think so so K is well first of all we find out that he's an alien uh, we we'll find out later <laughs> in the show, which I'm not surprised about. Uh, so he's introduced as like he's a novelist. He's like a sci-fi writer. Uh, <laughs> That's my favorite is, part I, of the show I here. It was my favorite part of the show where uh, we find out when we first kind of get his uh, his major introduction is that uh, he's this famous, well-respected sci-fi author who's basically just been stealing all of Zero and Belial's battles. Wait a minute, Roe
1: respected in sci-fi? Mm, I know, I don't know. Right?
0: This is This is fiction. Um, <laughs> but, so, what was I saying? So, uh, yeah, so he's he's famous for writing these books that turn out to be uh, literally just Zero and Belial's battles, word <laughs> for word. But uh, it's changed so that Belial is the good guy. Um,
1: I, I, I said it like this in the server. I love the fact... That Belial, the main antagonist of all of Ultraman, literally space Satan, is so fucking petty. He got some random asshole to write stories where he's the good guy.
0: Uh, I don't even think that was Belial's idea. I think he just did that because he's a weirdo fanboy of Belial. Uh, <sighs> I just love it. <laughs> obsessed with him for some reason.
1: He he wrote Ultraman. He wrote Ultraman fan fiction and so got paid, he paid for wrote it.
0: Fan fiction and got paid for it. Holy shit! Because uh, when, when you have you have the scene where Leto is reading his book, he's like, you know, what is this? This shit's weird. You got the guy who's made of fire, and like, he's like a knight who's made of mirrors or some shit. This is dumb. And Zero's like, wait a second. That sounds familiar. And he hold
1: on a gosh darn minute now.
0: Now hold on a minute. I might be a simple country <laughs> Ultraman, but that don't sound right to me. <laughs>
1: I just love the fact... I just love that shit. He pulled the George Lucas. He wrote fan fiction and got and got fucking paid for it.
0: Yeah. So so he's like a weirdo Belial fanboy cultist type thing where uh, he basically set up everything for Belial. He they, they kind of I think they explain that he revived Belial, but they never really make it clear. Um, Wait, I thought course, Belial was the
1: one who blew up the fucking universe, though.
0: Yeah, as mentioned, Belial has you know Belial like Ultraman has died like two or three times at this point, and it just keeps <laughs> getting better. Uh, you know, it just it's it runs in the blood, I guess. It's I, I just, think I
1: think even Zero has a line about that, like, "How do you not stay dead?"
0: I know, right? Um, so yeah, so so basically, he he was Belial's main henchman. We kind of. He's the one who got all the gimmick toys to spread around. He technically created Riku, uh, although again he's a clone of Baal. It's never—it's re- not really explained how the fuck he did it. He just—he created a clone of Baal in his test tube lab because bellial uh, gave him a
1: part of his DNA.
0: Uh, granted, okay, they, they give an explanation for why he needed it, and we'll get to that in a second. Um... But he he created Riku. He's the one who basically set up everything for the plot. He's kind of this, again, he's this scheming chess master type where he's like, he's engineering all the monster fights so he can get the MacGuffins so he can give them to Belial so Belial can again, blow up the universe for the second time. Um, yeah. But then he's also this like gibbering, like murder crazy lunatic at the same time and it's it just feels weird and it's it's not necessary and again if they had like a second character or if there was again literally just two of him running around like there was just some weirdo alien that took his disguise and like okay maybe you could have both of them as like villains maybe one could be again you, you know they already introduced a fucking clone in the show and you can just have another one you know do something with it or or, like, or I mean,
1: even say that like that um or or even say like the crazy one is the is like giving it's like paying or like uh, giving uh, information to the sci-fi writer, and he is giving information on like I don't know Ultraman or something. I guess they kind of basically they kind of took that idea with the the Ari Ari chick later on in the show. anyways. they kind of did that a little bit. Of.
0: But that that's that's my problem is that they they try to do both where he's, again, they basically tried to do the Dan thing, where they turn him into this like, giggling meme lord and also they try to have him be this like, oh, oh just as plain chest master type guy, but again, with Dan it didn't really work having them be both, which is why they basically dropped it and went in favor for the, the scheming scheming weirdo chess master type. That
1: like, and Dan only dropped the persona when he knew, like, okay, yeah, the, there's no reason for me to stay like this. I'm just exactly. going to fucking wild. And
0: that's the thing. If, if they had, like, kept the the persona, the, the the more reserved persona, up until the end, when he's basically on the verge of defeat, and he goes full nutso, I think that'd be fine. But they they try to have it be both at the same time, and it just feels like... It just feels confusing.
1: And he he. It, it's even worse because, like, towards the end, they kind of make him like they they almost try to make him sympathetic. Where he's like, "Oh, he's he's a victim of his own fanboyism," and I'm just like, "That's cool it's, that you want to try that, but it's not really working."
0: It's it's too little, too late. I think the problem <laughs> because
1: is. they did, Well, they tried that like what in the last five episodes,
0: really? Pretty much. Then again, yeah. that's
1: that's also that's also a thing of Ultraman. They don't stick to the Toei to special of 50 episodes or less.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, I think that's, again, that's a benefit to the format that's uh, that they've been following, where the shows are 25 episodes, that's it. Uh, which, it's weird because it's, on one hand, you don't have the writer problem where you've got a million things you need to put in, you've got all these episodes you need to figure out, you, know, you got to figure out how you're going to stretch your plot. And, and then
1: if you run out of ideas, you're fucked. You're going
0: to run out of ideas eventually. But at the same time, the shorter episode length means that there's less time to give the characters, you know, development. There's less time to actually kind of flesh out, the, you know, the different forms of the universe and the the characters and, you know, you, you don't have enough time to kind of fully realize what you want to do with your plot. And there are again, there's upsides to it and there's downsides to it. I think it's worked with them so far. They really have done well with the shorter season lengths. I wish they would make them just a little bit longer or u- utilized their episode count a little better. Like, for I, I before, think
1: I think with this epi- with this show specifically, if they had built up to the first Belial fight and made that the only Belial fight, I think you would have had a better show.
0: I don't even necessarily th- disagree that they they should have. I th- I'm fine with having two bellyo flights. I think how I personally would have done it is: first of all, cut the recap episode. We don't even need the fucking. Recap. Oh my god, dude! I there's, see there's the a-
1: the funny thing. Spree. Here's what I'll give for Spree. They saved my ass with that <laughs> shit because as soon as I as soon as i was about to click on it, I was just like, wait a minute, restoring memories. I click on the summary oh, fuck that, I just skip it. I was like, not even touching that shit.
0: Literally the only thing that matters in that episode is that uh, Riku reveal... Well, not even Riku, Leto reveals to uh, Laiha and Pekka that Moa is a Men in Black. That's it. That is literally the only thing that happens in that episode that's even relevant at all. And even then, it doesn't matter. You could have put that in any episode. So, how I would have done it, personally, is first 13 episodes, we build up to... And then episode 13 or 14, that's when we fight Kamara Barrows, the first Belial fight. And that's when he gets Magnificent. And then around episode, let's say, 19, uh, is when we have the final battle with Kay, and that's where he gets the final form. And then again, still the last two or three episodes we could have be the real big final battle with Belial. I think that would have worked better because in between, after the first, episode 13, where he gets the big final power-up, or not big final, he gets, uh, he gets the big, like, super form. You know, with, like, with Ryder, there's the... There's, like, Mighty Action Double X. Or there's, uh... Fucking... What was it in, uh... Ghost? Like, uh, Boost. Or yeah, something. it was Boost. Or are, you like, t- are you talking Fang about his Joker.
1: secondary? I was gonna say, are you talking about secondary? Or are you talking about, like, just... I'm talking like, like power-up. You
0: know, there's, there's usually that, like, that big super form. And then there's the final. Ah,
1: uh, you, mean, you mean, like, Dead Heat, like Fang Dead Joker, Heat or, yeah. Like, Dead Heat,
0: or, like, uh... Well, I think it was more like, uh... Formula would be more accurate in that comparison, or like uh, oh, okay. Tajidor, or what was it in Forze? Forze? Oh, Forze was
1: Forze was, was technically technically
0: magnet. magnet states, or like with like the Dragon Timer or stuff like that. You know, you, you kind of get like timer. Don't even you get me the big shit. upgrade form before the final form, basically. You yeah, put it there in the middle of the show, and then you have the big final form there. But I think that's the problem when you have uh, like twenty-five episodes. Is that you can't have all these big power? I mean, I don't think it's as bad as like fucking Orb had. Like he has like seven different combos. He's got his big final form. He's got another combo. He's got Origin form. He's got the movie form. It, it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, so I I think because he they stick to he has five total counting the base form. And I think that's fine. They do that well. That's enough. I think if the show was a little bit longer, you could have enough time to really flesh it out and give more exposure to the forms. And I think that was their problem, is that they wanted to have a lot of time for the big fancy final form because that had its own unique toy, which unfortunately gives Magnificent the shaft, where it's, here's your big, <laughs> big final form kind of type thing. Your but final form he, made of Zero made and his in. dad, and
1: then fuck you. Basically.
0: Basically. Uh, well, it's not Zero, it's Zero and the father of Ultra, who's Taro's dad, I think? He's somebody's... Zero's dad is Seven, which I don't know why they He's didn't give him He's
1: everyone's fusion. dad.
0: I don't know why they didn't give him a fusion of Zero and Seven. I think he has one in, like, one of the games or whatever. So, uh, I think if they they kind of restructured it a little bit well, maybe, like, one or two more episodes, it could have worked better, but... The way it is, it just feels weird because we get the big climactic showdown with K, where he gets the power up, and then Belial shows up. And then there's another climactic showdown with K, like twice, and then Belial comes back again, and it's it just feels cluttered and it's ridiculous and uh whatever. So Yeah, yeah that's
1: that's kind of the problem, and that's kinda of the big thing why. I'll, I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't really care for most of the fights, but that's the thing. That's the thing with Ultra, dude. Like, I think the only Ultra series that I actually really like paid attention to the fights was Nexus because Gengar's was it was fucking Genga. Ginga Ginga s awful
0: fights. So
1: Ginga S was kind of okay, and this well, one Ginga I was just was like okay
0: because it's Koichi Sakamoto, which again, which is why I like the fights in this show because it's again, it's primarily Sakamoto. So, of course, he's got his usual hard marks where it's a bunch of flippy shit. And he's got a lot of really technical <laughs> stuff. I like the way Riku fights. He he does a lot of, like, wrestling stuff. He does, like, arm holds. He and does. Like holds drops. There's one point where he just straight up does the stone cold stutter on a monster. Which, which is fucking, fucking awesome. Which was great. I thought that okay, was like Okay, like I said, I didn't
1: really pay attention to the fights. But that one section, when I saw that, I was just like, Fuck, I might actually, want to li- I might actually like this show. Th- that was awesome.
0: I thought the fights were fun when it wasn't just like weapon spam or beam spam or shit like that. Which and, is sadly what it becomes. Well, it's one thing when your final form is your your, your final finishing move is the big beam weapon because of course that's the Ultraman thing is you know he's got the Spatium beam, he's got the the whatever the fuck they want to call it that season. I think his was like Wrecking Burst or something, which is whatever. It's yeah. I I get it because he's like he's a dork. He you know. He, he's kind of like a nerd, he watches tokusatsu so of course he, he really, you know, plays it up um,
1: I think it would have been cute if he named it after the uh, the superhero he idolizes y-
0: you know what, I, I meant to bring that up they don't fucking do anything with that, and it pissed me off Is he, I know,
1: right, because you see it and you're like, oh that's really cute he, 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 has, has, a, Ocho, he has a superhero Don
0: Shine who's, he's, he's, that's his favorite character, you know, he, that's why he became a hero, is because he can be, like, his favorite TV show character. He names the robot sidekick after the fucking waifu from that show, uh... Hell, you,
1: you say it's old, apparently it's still on fucking air.
0: Apparently, he was watching it when he was a kid, but also it's apparently still on the air, so I guess it's (laughs) The longest running (laughs) Tokusatsu show ever. Jesus. Uh, I want to live in that universe. So it's it's weird and then they do nothing there's the one episode where we get the flashback where we see him do the fist bump at the the hero show and that's it I was expecting when I was watching the show and I was still mad I'm still mad about this I was mad about it back when it aired and I'm still mad about it I was expecting they were gonna do the episode where they have the the actor from the show show up and he meets him and he's like oh you're not like my favorite TV character and they kind of have a an arc with that where it's like You have the guy kind of be like washed up or he doesn't really care. He's like, oh, I'm kind of dumb. So basically
1: that one episode of Batman, the animated series where he meets his favorite superhero. Basically that. uh, That would have been awesome, actually.
0: Basically just rip off the Grey Ghost episode. That would have been uh, so good, actually. He he, he has Don Shine's actor team up with him to do Ultraman shit. Uh, Oh, that would have been so fucking cute. He's washed up and he doesn't care about being like an actor anymore. He already quit the show and he doesn't care. And you know, Uriku kinda like he learns that, you know, not everything can be like TV and, you know, he you know, as much as he loves his favorite character, he needs to kinda like he needs to I'm out fake, what he is kid. It's exactly. all fake. You know, he needs to kinda figure out that, you know, what kind of hero he wants to be instead of emulate just emulating his hero. And maybe you could have it be like, oh, you know, the actor learns something from him and he kinda he kinda gets back into it, he kinda, you know, changes his mind, starts caring again. They don't fucking do anything with it, and it pissed me off. It really so, does suck
1: because you're just sitting there and you're thinking, oh, well, f- fucking, is that it? Is, is that all we're doing with this guy? Come on.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was a fun little background thing, but I wish they did more with it. Anyways. Me too. What was I talking about? Uh, Riku's fighting style. I think the fights were fun. Uh, again, when it's a Sakamoto episode, you can tell because he, he cares more for, like, actual fighting and, like, effort instead of, like, oh, here's a dumb, like, green screen effect and oh they're just using their weapons or it's a beam spam episode or whatever the hell yeah he
1: he actually likes it when you can see the fucking fight and you actually want to like enjoy it it.
0: when there there actually is a fight let's let's just put it like that Um,
1: which is just it's sad that that's a that's a thing that we have to say because a lot of fights nowadays kind of suck
0: I think my only real problem is that like the alternate forms kind of don't matter for the fights there's no real like distinction like so we've got the default form uh, primitive, which is OG Ultraman and Belial, which is his kind of like primary like melee focused. He's a lot of like flippy. It's basically the in between form, like with a uh, it's it's Tiga's default form basically, where it's it's half like strong style shit and half flippy uh, flippy dippy shit. Yeah, then yeah. You have uh, solid burning, which is seven in Leo. Which is his primary, like melee-focused attack. It's got like the cool, like steam vents on it. It's fun. He's, it's it, he's. I actually he's really
1: main... love that set form.
0: I love all the suit design. It's it, the the final form is a little tacky, but you know it's that's the piss gold effect, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. So he and he's got like the arm blades, and he's got the the sluggers, of course, and he uses them as like knives, and he he's basically the big armored form where he's he's not really like agile, but he can. He can punch, like, a brick house, And then there's Acro Smasher, which is Cosmos and Hikari, which is, he's again, he's the, the flippy-dippy energy move type. But in terms of, like, actual physical combat, he doesn't really do anything. They give him, like, a weird claw weapon that just kind of fucking shows up out of nowhere. It's, and, uh,
1: what's it called? The fucking gink? No, what the
0: G, The jeed claw, which he literally just pulls out of his ass, um, <laughs> which is lame. Uh, and then there's Magnificent, which is again Zero and Father of Ultra, which is, it's it's kind of like a mix. He's got a, like a lot of like superpowers. He's got like a beam shield. He's got psychic bullshit. He's super f- ultra f- finishing moves. Whatever. I don't fucking remember. I'm exhausted already. Uh, and then it's there's it's, the it's final fucking form.
1: it's fucking Ultraman finishing moves.
0: It's it's ultra it's pretty basic Ultraman stuff. And then there's Royal Mega Master, which is a dumb as hell name, which is uh, King in Belial, which gives him the power to do anything, like Ultraman King. Uh, mostly just summoning an old Ultra and using their ability because he can do anything.
1: Because he's fucking Blue yeah. because King. Because
0: he's Ultraman King. Um, <laughs> is it Ultraman
1: King or Ultra King?
0: Ultraman King.
1: Ah, okay. Uh,
0: yeah. I don't, Whatever. It, it's weird. Uh... <laughs> So it's fine. I there's there's not a whole lot of variety to the forms. It's mostly surface level, but I think the actual like fight scenes and like choreography is fun. Uh, of course. Yeah, it's zero. not. It's not.
1: It's not bad. None of it's bad.
0: Zero is zero. We we pretty much already know how he fights, and again, he's ridiculously overpowered, so he always wins. And then he gets another power up beyond, which is four ultras at once, and it, which is just even more ridiculously overpowered.
1: Because he's zero.
0: Because, God forbid, we go a show where Zero doesn't get another power-up.
1: But, uh, Jay, it's Zero. We gotta... We gotta I'm give not, him all the powers. I know. So, so as you were saying... <laughs> in
0: terms of the actual fight choreography, it can be fun, but I can agree where it's sometimes it's a little dull, especially when it's not a Sakamoto episode. But I enjoyed the fights. I like Ultraman fights. So, you know... I, I get you know I get, this is this is one of those ones where AJ says one thing I say the opposite so uh, that that's basically how this episode has been so
1: look I'm just I, I just I just like a little more psychology in my wrestling
0: I mean no I, I agree with you there it, I don't like
1: little, this mud show outlaw bullshit
0: it can be a little mindless <laughs> at points especially in kind of the the more basic monster of the week type episodes of course yeah but I, I don't think it's bad I enjoyed it a lot. But in terms of, like, ultra fight scenes, I definitely don't think it's, like, it's, like, top tier or anything. I
1: I still think I still think the ones in Ginga as were really damn good, either way. I still uh, love uh, those. I, th- it,
0: I think it's weird because you have Sakamoto in both. Uh, I I mean, granted, where he's the main director of this, sometimes when he's the main director of a show, he does kind of falter a little bit with most episodes, but... I don't, I don't really think he has a problem necessarily there. I just think it's, you know, it's fine. It's not super stellar in this. But I enjoyed it nonetheless.
1: So next up is uh, Belial. We should so talk course, about Belial. Of
0: course. Well, what is there to say about Belial? He's, he's Belial evil, he's
1: awesome, and I love him. <laughs>
0: He's he's Belial. I mean, if you know anything about Ultraman, you already know who Belial is. I, I love think, Belial,
1: dude. He's awesome, dude. He's I a just fun. I, 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 I love he's Belial. a very
0: fun villain. I'm glad they kind of like finally gave him his own show where he can be the main villain, even though he's barely in it himself.
1: Um, Belial is one of those guys where like he, he has not. He doesn't obviously he doesn't have much to him. He's just whatever, but. He's just fun. I just like him.
0: His, he's him. got a he's got a backstory where it's like you can really feel like why he became evil and you can kind of understand his motives mostly, but at the same time he's just evil for evil's sake and because it's fun to him. And I think because it's fine. fun. Yeah, I was about to say because cause it's, it's fucking fun. fun. Belial, why did you blow up the universe? Because it's fun. That's basically it's it.
1: Funny, god damn it.
0: <laughs> because I can and because I thought it was be, yeah, I thought it would be cool. But, you know, that, <laughs> Why don't you that, blow up the universe?
1: Enough. Were you gonna stop me? Exactly.
0: <laughs> <Just> <laughs> try and fucking stop me, Jackass. <laughs> just
1: do do it. I bet you, but no balls but you won't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I love
1: Belial. Belial's I again, I think that's one of the things that one of the reasons I want to get back. I wanna get really into Ultraman because I just love
0: Belial. Belial's cool. It helps that a lot most of his appearances are also with a zero, so I think you get they They've kind of got that history together as well, so usually whenever Belial shows up, you get Zero, so it's it's almost always a fun time. Uh, but in terms of this show, despite being ostensibly the big bad, he's him he himself is not in the show a whole lot, uh, which I think is fine. I think it's it's again it's a case of too much of a good thing can be bad, where I think we just had every single episode Belial showing up or him constantly in fights or constantly, you know, being involved other than like a one or two line sentence, I think it would get a little tiring because, he, again, he's not a super complex character. So I think... He's made more for movies, kinda, you can tell. Yeah, you, you can really tell he's better in movies, which is why they mostly stick him in movies, where, again, they don't kind of need... They kind of just need to figure out what to do with him for the 90 minutes or so. They don't need to fill out an entire, entire season length worth of content for him.
1: But 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 saying in saying that I do like the fact that like n- now he has more of a connection not just with Zero but with Geed because you know oh you're my you're my kid you're my bud you're my you
0: my son you're you're my weirdo clone offspring. I, I I do like how uh it's not like a thing where he just like he com- doesn't completely care at all. He's like he does call him like son. He's like that's my boy. That's my mostly, boy. You mostly, really like, are my boy. He mostly does it because it pisses uh Riku off, which I think is fun as well. I really enjoy his uh his relationship with uh, Riku. They really despite the very limited screen time, I think they flushed it out well. He's like I really don't give a shit about you, but also I love you son even though you're an we, awful we 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 got a
1: son. we got a cute little ultra hug out of it.
0: Yeah, we get two actually. We got, we got two. We
1: got, a, we got ultra hugs. It's also it's, it's all nice. You know,
0: I think that was fun where we get the the fight scene where we have human sized Riku fighting Riku Belial. size Belial, and it just looks ridiculous because of course Belliol has the big ham hands so he's just he's just kind of slapping at Riku it's great. Like, get out of um, here.
1: Get out of here you scamp. Yeah, I get I, out, I love get that. Out of
0: you kid. Yeah.
1: That's probably, like, that's probably why I do like the fact that they made it, um, they made him the son of Belial, because you you had so many really cute moments, like, ah, get out of here, you scamp, get out of here.
0: Yeah, it was, it was fun, I think that really, really was a good good idea for them to do, they really, really did the concept well, although, again, as we kind of mentioned, there's some areas where they kind of fell flat with it, but... Having him be, like, the son of the ultimate evil is a great idea, and it really, really, I think, made the show something special.
1: Yeah, I, I, if, it, if you didn't have that, I think I would have just been like, yeah, Belial's just he's there. He's there.
0: It, well, to be fair, if, if they didn't have that, I don't think Belial would be here at all. Because he, again, they, they mostly reserve him for, like, movies and stuff like that. So I don't even think he would even show up at all in the show. They might they they would probably pull some other old Ultraman villain or monster because you know that's of course that's what they do. And like I how like they did for episode.
1: like weird how they weirdly did for like three or four episodes here.
0: Well, they did for with the exception of the fusion monsters, uh because of course, much like Riku where he has the fusion of ultras, uh K has the fusions of old Kaiju. And, you know, they're, they're really cool. You get, like, King Joe and Zeton. or you get, like... I, I just uh, thought
1: it was it was a weird thing, because, like, I thought for a while they were going to be like, oh, I guess they're going to forego Belial and just have a bunch of old villains come back and be like, I'm the new Belial!
0: No, 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 no. That's, that's not the kind of series that this is. Uh, but oh, they, they kind of <laughs> set up something like that, where it's like, oh... Well, now that Belial is dead, there's going to be, like, an evil power vacuum. But they Yeah, do, like, I thought that was going to happen. I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. They do one episode of it, and it's, it's a fucking Dada that shows up. In <laughs> one and a half giant,
1: episodes, Jay.
0: <laughs> but I, I think I think the fusions are fun. You get, uh... Let me look at the, the manual here. You've got, uh... Actually, it doesn't say what the monsters are fusions of. Shit. Uh, you got Ace Killer and, uh fucking Ella King which is a sick design. You got uh Gomorrah and uh I don't remember. Damn it. Ugh, fucking feel like an idiot.
1: But We, yes, we, we got a lot of cool fun. ones out of this. I'll say I, I'll say fusions that it's really cool.
0: Fun. Uh you the only ones I can remember off the top of my head specifically were uh Belial's two personal fusions. There was uh Chimera Baros which is the one he used in the first fight which was uh the monster from Gaia and Five King. Uh and then there was his final form, Atrocious, which was Emperor from <laughs> Mebius and Dark well, Which
1: was ironically, not Atrocious.
0: I think I know, right? The the name is ironic where it's this it's this actually I I thought they had recolored it for uh Riku's new form in Zet, but no, it 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 just looks really similar. Um so I like the idea. I like the idea of the fusion monsters, and of course you get a lot of the uh, the old monsters too, like the. And again, as I mentioned, it's kind of the idea that it's the shared universe. Most of the the kaiju and the monsters, they're all you know, they're they're aliens. They're not like, you know, it's not like there's only just one Ella King or there's just one Dada. No, they're they're from a species of multiples, so it makes sense that you have multiples showing up granted it gets a little ridiculous when you have gomora showing up every single season but i like gomora he's fun um you know, you know it's it's a good idea again like i said i i like the concept and while it does get a little old seeing the same same kaijus every other season or so i like the idea behind
1: it i do too again <laughs> i i do like i do like them cuz again i don't know a lot of these characters, I don't know a lot of these um, monsters, but when they come out, it's cool to see them because I'm like, "Oh, this is my first time actually seeing them." And then usually they have a twist on it where I'm like, "Oh, it looks even cooler." And
0: so I, think I think it's it's, cool. it's nice where that even when you have like a new one, they they really do the designs well where they kind of it's not like they they kind of intentionally make them shitty looking, but it's. They design them in such a way that they don't seem, like, distractingly obvious when compared to old monsters. Like, if you put... Okay, like, okay, this is gonna be a bad example. But if you take Galactron, who was an orb, and that was his debut, and you put it next to... uh, Let me just pick a monster off the list here. uh, Eleking. uh, Yeah, you put him next to Eleking. You know, obviously Eleking is a little more simplistic, but they don't look like they're from two completely different decades. You know, they both look like they belong. You know, you compare Dada to uh, one of the, the non-fusion original monsters, Zagan. You know, they don't look like they're, you know... Dada doesn't look like he was a monster from the 60s. He does, but Zagan doesn't look, you know, completely different when you compare the two. And uh, and I since I, I bring him up, I know we I, I know AJ wanted to mention it a little bit. Uh, the episode with Zagan, the, one of the few non-ultra... Uh, John. Fucking hell, I'm out of breath. One of the non-fusion original monsters. Where we I had, I uh, freaked the fuck out Indian when I saw him. I was show like, "Wait, that who's, that actually man?" literally him? just uh, John from Gecky Ranger? Uh, I wanted. I I was like, I remember when I when I finally got to the episode in my rewatch. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right, Gecky Red is in this." And I was like, I almost posted it in the server. It was like. No, you know what? I want to keep this. I want to keep this uh, a secret because I know AJ is gonna find it fun. So I, I'm really glad you thought it.
1: <laughs> and I, I thought it was fun. I was like, oh, is, it, is was, a fun, it, it is. was a fun, it was a fun little episode. But hey, uh,
0: uh, they give Xena uh, a little bit of a backstory. Where again, as I mentioned, the the shadows they were kind of like alien terrorist guerrilla soldiers. Where they like they infiltrate planets and then take them out, kind of underneath the species noses but their disguises aren't great, so they can't actually, like, move their mouths. Which they they kind of... They give...
1: Throw out with John?
0: They throw out with his, I think... I don't remember what his name was. Uh, the subs called him Kuruto. Or Kuruto. Yeah, it was. The, the monster manual here calls him Kurd. So I don't remember. Um, granted, this monster manual has a lot of inaccuracies in it, so I'm not going to assume that's actually what they wanted it to be.
1: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's Crudo the way yep. they say in the show. Um, again, I don't really understand why he of all people could move they, his they face give like a, Normally, a, maybe maybe the actor was just like no. I think
0: it was definitely because it's uh oh we have this old actor back. I think they want to give him something a little bit special, but uh, they they kind of work it into the plot where it's uh, you know. Oh, he's this kind of friendly and, you know, happy guy, and he can smile, and he's, you know, he's not like big old grumpy Zena, even though he's a horrible, awful person. There's, a, like, a one-line sentence where Zena's like, I trained him special to be able to move the his face in his disguise, and, like, I don't think that's how that works. If if he can do that, is Okay, so you guys are shapeshifters, but you can't move your face because why? What? Huh? Whatever? Whatever.
1: Um, See, I, I always, I thought it was kind of like, it wasn't their shapeshifters. It's just a mask, like like a hologram. Yeah, it's like, like a, it's a hologram. What's, what's that, I think it what's was. That show? But it's
0: it, basically they they can yeah. disguise themselves. It's not like they're using some fancy technology where it's, oh well, we don't have the technology to be able to do that. No, this is just something that they're able to do. That's like just one of their powers. So I think it's I think it's one of those yeah. weirder weirder things where it's. I definitely agree. I think it was just something they did because they wanted uh, John's actor to be able to like express in emote because it's a you know they're they're paying him extra to show up so they might as well. Uh, oh, what else is he, what else is he doing? Yeah, I'll give you that. But I like the idea. They kind of
1: I mean, showing up showing up <laughs> as a uh, tennis player fifty two in the next Prince of Tennis stage yeah, show. Probably.
0: But I like, I like the idea they kind of set up with, uh, again, both the, the Shadows and the Kurota, where it's, uh, again, in Ultra 7, they were like, they, they were terrorists, basically, who were trying to, invasion of the Body snatcher style, take over Earth in disguise. And then we find out, oh, Belial completely destroyed their home planet, so now they're basically refugees, and so that's why Zena's here on Earth as like a, a space cop, and You've got Curito, which was his, uh, he who was his greatest pupil and his final student, uh, and who, who's here to summon their big ultra super monster so they can blow up the Earth and take over their rightful place as uh, evil super space terrorists, basically. It's a fun idea. It's a fun plot. I like what they did. Uh, it's a nice little se- segue from the whole plot with Belial and everything. Again, I think if they, they restructured the episode order and the plot lines a little bit better, I think because it, it falls into a weird place where it comes right after the Chimera Barrows fight, and then right before they start building up K again to be the big bad, the new big bad, before Belly just shows up again anyways. I think if the show again was a little bit longer, you'd have a little bit more time to kind of put that in there, kind of build up to it a little bit more. But at where it is and how it is, it's fine. I liked the plot. I thought it was fun, uh, but I wish they did a little bit more with it. They have Zagan show up again in the final fight, where it's uh, Zena, which, which is which cool. Fun. I liked that idea where it's because it's like a, it's kind of like a hologram robot thing. It's not like a real monster because it gets blown up, but they it just gets better. Uh, and then they, they have the heroes using it.
1: I mean, that was the fucking episode with the
0: bird. Yeah, there was the there. The bird just got better. Anyway, well, to be fair, that was that was both one K doing it and also a weird like time travel episode kind of. So I don't remember. Uh,
1: it wasn't. Re- it wasn't a time have... travel episode. The, the the you know what I... the alien just literally no the alien literally could uh, that's... since the alien itself was so incredibly hot it could va- evaporate right. and then become whole oh, again.
0: Oh, I forgot. That was such a dumb episode. I... It was so... Honestly, dude, if it was time travel, I think it would I have think, been kind of interesting. I think it was like a ground dog day loop type thing where it's, oh, hey, haven't we done this shit already kind of episode? I think it would have been better.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be, too, and then it was just like, oh, no, he's mm. just just I got better, just better. I
0: th- what was I saying? I, I think that's kind of the problem where a lot of, like, the the just Monster of the Week-type episodes are a little on the forgettable side. There's some fun ones, like there's the one where uh, Riku and Leto switch places. Uh, That was a fun one. Uh, Yeah. There was a couple other ones where it's, like, right after uh, K kind of dies, quote-unquote, and then he has amnesia, so it's you've got all these terrorists and bounty hunters and serial killers who are trying to kill him because they want to be top dog and they want to have the, you know oh, I'm the guy that took down this guy. I want to have the street cred for it. And, of course, he doesn't know what's going on. It's fun. There's a lot of... <laughs> I love that. I love that one. one. I I think that's the problem, though, with a lot of these types of shows, where the, the usual, like, Monster of the Week-type plots just kind of fall to the wayside when you try to have, like, an ongoing story arc. And that's that's one of those things, is like, old Ultraman didn't really have ongoing story arcs. You'd, you'd kind of have, like you wouldn't really have, like, a main villain. Like, Tiga kind of had a main villain. Like, Tiga was, like, the first one that really did that. But even then, it was, like... It was kind of just in the background up until the last handful of episodes. These shows don't really work well with having, like, a strict big bad. I think that's one of the, the failings that a lot of the newer shows have is... And it's fine to have, like, an overarching villain. You know, you can do them well. It's just... Ultra has really worked best when it's just... Oh, here's a new alien of the week that's trying to conquer Earth, or oh, here's a new kaiju that's showed up and it's rampaging. How is Ultraman gonna stop it? Yeah, you know, that's that's when Ultraman's been its best. And when you when you do an overarching story arc type of thing, a lot of those episodes kind of fall to the wayside because, well, it's not pushing the plot forward, so who cares? Kind of thing, right?
1: And, and see, and see, the thing is, I feel like even if they don't push the plot forward. There's a way you can do, oh, what's the word, Monster of the Week type episodes without having to worry about pushing the plot too forward. You know what I mean? I think there's a way to do that. It's just there's a lot of times where they don't really, I feel like they don't really know how to I, do that.
0: I, yeah, I would agree. I think that's one of the things that, uh, admittedly, I haven't seen, uh, what was it? it? was the one that came out last year, Taiga. I saw a little bit of uh, Rubu or red-blue Rubu however it's the, the one after Rubu the, I, think that's, I think that's how you are supposed to say it the one that came after what is it not R&B? r and I think I don't fucking I,
1: it, I, I swear to god if it's Rubu I'm gonna fucking I, flip I, I, there,
0: one of his forms is called fucking Groove so I don't even know what the fuck uh, <laughs> I, haven't, I didn't watch that one uh, I watched like an episode of it and I didn't really care uh, I didn't watch Taiga, and I heard Taiga is good, and Taiga kind of has, like, an overarching plot, and people really liked Taiga, so I think they, they did it well with Taiga, but I don't know, I haven't watched it, but of the, the kind of new generation shows that I've seen, which is Ginga, I've seen X, I saw a little bit of Orb, uh, and this, of course, and I'm watching Zet, and zet has been doing it pretty good, um, they they've kinda they kinda really don't know how to handle the kinda overarching plot line, especially with the shorter episode lengths. Like with, with Nexus, Nexus did it a little bit, but I mean Nexus kinda Nexus is an outlier and shouldn't be counted. Uh, like Mebius did it well, and Max did it well. You know, kinda like the the mid two thousands shows did it well. But I think a lot of the newer ones where with the shorter format, they they haven't really found a way to adjust to it yet.
1: No, I think I think they'll they'll definitely find it because I mean, from everyone's telling me, it's it's been, it's been getting better. So I'm I'm assuming yeah. it'll be all right. I think overall, though, I like this one the best of the three we've done so far, and I only say that because Nexus' second half exists. If it didn't exist with fucking one of the fucking Hopper brothers, I would have liked it a lot more because that entire last that second half was just felt kind of meaningless, especially with the reveal of that villain, which I will <laughs> never let fucking go. I just... I, I can't. Um, Ginga was a boring slug, and anybody who watches it will automatically never wake up for a thousand years. Ginga S was okay. But Ginga S had time Honestly, episodes. this is...
0: I didn't really have time to do anything.
1: Yeah, I, I think... I, I have to say that I like this one the most of all of them by default, and that's not to say that I hated this show at all. I, I think it has flaws, obviously. No, I would agree that the show has flaws it was a... to it. But
0: I really, really, really like Gene. I think I've definitely yeah. I was say more like I, I I than you obviously. I would definitely put it in my top three of my favorites, um, but I think there there are things that it has that it has in it that other shows have done better. And there are definitely problems, but I think overall it's pretty. It's been pretty solid, and this was definitely one of the yeah. higher tier uh, results.
1: I I, th- I think again I don't again it has flaws obviously, but I don't think it's awful. I don't think it's Ginga. I don't think it's Dark Zoggy coming out of the fucking janitor. I don't think it's any of that shit. I think it's pretty all right. You know I like Light Le- Lato way too much. Riku when he had his goofball moments was fun. I mean. Any, any show that shows Tekken is already a 10 out of 10. Oh, uh, yeah, there was, there was... Which, why is that always a thing? Why why is every tokusatsu show with, a t- with Tekken? It's never Street Fighter. Bandai. Oh. Yeah. I
0: thought that was a fun episode, though, where, uh... Where Rico goes to meet Papa Sonozaki from Double, and they play Tekken and eat chips. I it
1: was so weird. I was like, "Holy shit, the real main bad is here."
0: <laughs> I wish he had more episodes. He was fun. He was fun seeing him as not a villain and having see him as like a normal dad. It was great.
1: It's because like you see him and you just think, "Oh my god, it's the real okay. villain." Finally, we're <laughs> it in like, it. it.
0: It was good. I there. Were, so, what even was the fucking overarching... We didn't even explain what the overarching plot was. There was some shit about.
1: The overarching odd is that fucking Bellial hates his kid yeah, yeah, and Belial everybody else, and universe, Riku has daddy issues. King
0: fixed it because he's king and he can do anything. Uh, but uh, King let out star particles or something. Which he let his jizz did, out. Yeah, Jay. and
1: that's literally and what the, that is. What,
0: what are you going to tell me
1: that those capsules are those bullets?
0: Capsules powered the 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 star. The stars powered the capsules. The capsules that Oshmi Hikari <laughs> made because he's a mad scientist and he can't stop making super weapons that people just keep stealing. Um, and uh, and and Belial needed them to, to, uh, uh, to, to do... Because he, he's he why did He didn't really need those. Uh, he really needed more King's power because, again, King had the power to do anything and he fixed the universe. So if Belial can do what King can do. He can just blow up the universe again. Even though he. Because even though he he's was pretty Belial. successful using the giant bomb that he blew up the universe with. Uh, yeah, why he did that again. Okay, no, he did blow up the universe. He blew up a universe. I think we need to explain that. This isn't like. This is just some universe that Belial blew up. This isn't like. This isn't our universe. This isn't the. It's just another alternate universe he blew up. Fucking. Ultraman is like. As Ultraman you do. Is like fucking Transformers where there's like. 13 different alternate universes and it's not at all coherent what flows into what. It's... Which especially didn't help because nobody fucking told Sakamoto that this was supposed to be an alternate universe because him and the writer basically wrote it assuming it was the main universe. There's like one or two lines where they address, oh yeah, this is an alternate universe. But th- that's the problem is that even then, fucking dimensional travel is the easiest goddamn thing in Ultraman, so... So... So...
1: oh my god just just hearing about this just makes uh, my head okay
0: so so there's there's the main universe which is where the showa ultras and mebius and zero are from uh and then there's this one and then there's the one that x was from and then there was the one that ginga was from and then there was the one that tiga and dino were from but not wait
1: ginga was a different universe what Gingo Gingo's Ginga a different was universe? a
0: parallel universe, apparently. Oh, uh, fuck off. So, Tiga and Dinah had their own universe. Not Gaia, though. Gaia was his own universe, for some reason. Um, <laughs> Cosmos had his own. Uh, there, there, was, there was the, the Heisei-era reboot of Ultra 7. And then there was a side universe, which was the edgy reboot of that reboot, <laughs> which nobody no fucking... watched. Uh, Nexus had...
1: Where does Shin Ultraman stick in here? Uh,
0: I was about to say Nexus has his own universe, uh, even though Noah is basically Ultraman God and he shows up all the time, all the way around everybody. Max uh, <laughs> had his own u- <laughs> Max had his own universe, but Max was like a weird like pseudo reboot type thing anyway. So that that makes sense. Um, who am I missing? Uh,
1: uh Gridman because uh, Gridman shut up. was
0: his own universe.
1: Throw 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 Spectreman in there. Everything's Fuck, connected, Jay. Spe-
0: Spectreman, uh, Red, Red Man. I think was his own universe. I don't know. They don't really talk about
1: Spectreman is the key to all Red, of this. Red
0: Man is like a meme where they don't really like talk about him other than like, hey guys, remember Red Man? Remember how fucked up it is? Yeah.
1: Just just throw in the uh the Ultraman animated series. Oh, there no too. no uh,
0: Jonius it. in the uh the weird American Hasbro. Was it Hasbro or was it Marvel? Uh, the, I'm going to say the it two Hasbro. The animated series have their own universes, which are separate. Except Jonius uh, also it. exists all. in the main universe now too, along with those animated ones who have real suits now that are horrible and terrifying. Um, <laughs> uh, there's this. We- there's that weird Indonesian oh, CG fuck. Ultraman show that nobody cares about. Oh, I remember who, that. Who's also now in the main universe. Um,
1: when are we gonna implement the Chinese ripoff ones?
0: Never, because fuck Chayo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I don't even re- the, the fucking overarching the plot of the show doesn't matter. Uh, uh, who cares? Is that
1: Ultraman doesn't make it's, it's, sense? It, it's an
0: excuse for Belial to do Belial things. That's basically it. Isn't that every Ultra I mean, Fight basically movie? Basically every Ultra Fight movie. Basically every time it's Belial just, just shows Belial doing Balliol This plot is an excuse for Belial to do Belial things. I he love Belial. Fun. We need He's more of him. A fun villain.
1: I need more of Belial. It's, it's, it's funny, too, because, like, even though I love Belial Atrocious's suit, there's just something so... something classic about the, like, original Belial suit that I just love. It's, it's so... It's, like, it's, it's, it's so iconic, classic,
0: I think. I think that's one of the things I like, is that it's, you know, again, similar with Rider, where it's, you know... Uh, I think Tsuburaya gives a little bit more of a shit about their old heroes because they, every now and then they'll get new suits. Whereas unlike with Ryder, they'll be using the same fucking blade suit for 15 years and they don't bother fixing it at all. Which is, which is sometimes... Don't worry, the X-8 suits are which already is going there. weird because uh, there, there was that time Ultraman just became way more buff for no real reason. But, um, I, I like I like that uh Suburaya appreciates their suits a little bit more. So even though a lot of these suits
1: I would imagine they're easier to keep up too. Most of
0: their suits are relatively easy to keep up as well, but you you can really t- like when uh you compare like Zero where you can see really see the wrinkles and like the, the the damage in the the foam and the plastic and stuff like that. There's one point where he like he bends over and you can see the big gaping hole in his shoulder and it was terrifying. Um <laughs> but, you know, you can see, like, the pla- the creases and, like, the, the foam and the plastic. And it's 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 this weird, like, there's a half appreciation of it and the fact that they actually give more of a shit about the suits and actually bother to maintain them, while also, like, you can tell this is the same suit they've been using because it it shows its age, but it's not, like, horrible and beat up and just, like, offensive looking
1: it's almost like uh, how they used to treat the Godzilla suits Pretty back much. in the day.
0: Yeah. where it's where every every movie tends to be its kinda its own new suit, but it's it's mostly just a modified version of the old mm-hmm. suit.
1: I mean yeah, and and I like Ultraman suits in general. I, I there's something so weirdly I, I, and I don't mean to say it like this to like insult them, but like weirdly Showa-esque, that I just I enjoy. Think,
0: I think that's uh, what I was saying there when I was talking about the monsters, too, is that it also carries over with a lot of the Ultras, where you can tell they they still really care about the uh, the Showa-era show, so they, they keep a lot of that design sentiment in the newer shows. And again, especially that, that fits with the, the shared universe thing and the, the throwbacks to the older shows where you have the older heroes showing up. And again, where it's, you know, the newer it, heroes, they're kind of like fusions of the older characters, it makes sense, but...
1: In a way, it almost shows, like, uh, like, Suburaya is like, ex- like, respecting their legacy of, yeah, we know we're old as fuck.
0: Tsuburaya... Su- but, yeah, they, they, they don't give a shit about their old characters and properties. I think that's the best way. <laughs>
1: Unlike Ryder, who's just like, oh, wait, what? Unlike Common Rider where, fuck is that?
0: your name is Ichigo or Nigo, nobody gives a shit about you. Um...
1: But what about Super 1? One? Super
0: 1's in jail. Fuck him. <laughs> it's true. Look it
1: up. I'll never get tired of that.
0: So, uh, overall...
1: I hope one day we can do Super 1 so we can talk well, about that.
0: Well, it needs to be fully translated first.
1: Wait, it's not done so. yet?
0: Uh, so we're,
1: I thought it what was. was going
0: to say? So, the, the overall plot of the show is basically just an excuse for Belial to try to blow up the universe again. Uh, I... Th- As you do. The ending, uh, you know, I think we've said a lot, pretty much everything we wanted to say. So we'll, we'll quickly go over the ending, uh, where Belial shows up again with his super form. Uh, Kay gets killed by some chick who turns out to be Belial, which I still don't understand how that worked. Uh, uh, Belial, Belial just up, told her then,
1: hey, give me your body, and she was just like all well, right. I
0: mean, maybe he just created it cause Ultras can just, like, take human form sometimes, but he, tr- he created so her, so, in her own sometimes image sometimes Ultras have to merge with humans but sometimes they can just create their own human form, because why not it's not consistent at all, and you can blame Seven for that, mostly um, so so, Belial kills Kay and steals his weird heart, because uh Alien bullshit. Uh, just watch the show; and you'll figure it out. Uh, Belial gets his reform, form, tries to blow up the universe again. Uh, Father of Ultra shows up for a last second save, as is tradition with Ultraman. You have the old hero showing up last second to save the heroes.
1: As usual, they bring in the old stars to squash the new yeah. stars. Thank you, Vince. Well, I
0: don't know. Uh, he he actually loses his his fight pretty much. Ultra um, Father Wow. Uh. And then then Riku, like, they, they go into, like, a weird pocket dimension, which was kind of a thing they set up in an earlier episode. Uh, and then... I thought that I was thought that cool, though. it was a though. nice idea where there was like, oh, here's the big dangerous, like, oh, we need to stop the thing from happening. And then they reuse that as their plan to defeat the hero. I thought that was a fun idea. Uh, and then the weird, like, pocket universe, Riku, like, mind melds with Belial or something or other. And he's like, oh, wow, you're actually... like they, Again, like you said earlier, they tried to make Belial a little sympathetic where we kind of go over his backstory again where he's, you know, he was this super strong and ultra-respected, uh, Ultraman, you know, ultra-garrison member. And, you know, he was the strongest through the land, but he he just wanted more attention. He wanted more power. He, he felt like he didn't deserve, you know, he he, he deserved better, kind of. So, and that kind of fell." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ended up with him kind of falling to the dark side and, you know, it didn't help that that fucking asshole Ray blood showed up and like possessed him or mutated him or something or other. I
1: don't, I don't worry. He I got don't better.
0: remember mega monster battle at all. Um, but basically it's like, you know, and then it's like, Oh, there's a montage of all the times Belial's come back to life. And he's just like, wow, this sucks, huh? It must suck being evil. And Riku literally hugs the evil out of him. Uh, which I thought was cute. I thought it was a fun. Because again, it, there was the first. With the first fight with Belial, there's the bit where Belial gives him the hug, and he's basically, like, forcing him into him and possessing him. Ultra hug. And then they, they kind of put a, a different spin on it where it's Riku doing it in reverse, but now he's pushing the evil out of Belial and reverts him back to his original form. And I'm surprised they even kept that suit, considering they only used it for, like, two minutes in one movie prior to that point. Right? Um. Which, even that, then again, it briefly shows up as, like, Riku's default form, but you never actually see him turn into it, which I think was a weird thing. Uh, but I liked the idea.
1: I, I, I was pretty. I think that was just pretty much on the I
0: think it was more of a, of a like, a, hey, you get it, he's a clone of Belial. Uh, and then, so Belial dies, uh, the, his evil finally purged and destroyed, and he can finally rest in peace, and now... Now he's gone for good, and the universe can rest, and everybody goes home happy.
1: And he'll never br- come back. <laughs> well, again. you know, you
0: know what? If we did this episode like a week ago, I would have said you're wrong, because um, uh, never again. Uh, the thing: is that uh, except for uh, I think like a he's like a weird like robot imitation version of him, Belial stayed dead. He hasn't. He hadn't come back since. Other, other than like, the like big toys, uh, the current show Zet kind of has like the villains are trying to collect these MacGuffins, which are like Balliol's blood or his cells or something or other. I don't exactly remember. Uh, but other than that, it was like, basically Belial died and stayed dead. Uh, and then yesterday they showed us the trailer for the next Ultra Galaxy fight, which has Belial front and center on the goddamn poster. So I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't I uh, you know, I watched that you trailer know. like four times, and I could, still can't figure out whether or not it's supposed to be a flashback or Belial is actually back from the dead or not. I don't, Jay.
1: Know. I'm telling you, it's Belial too. I
0: don't, I don't know yet, and I'm
1: Belial I'm, too, I'm, yes, sorry, motherfucker. On
0: one hand, I think bringing Belial back after he was kind of like purified and having him be a hero would be fun, but at the same time, like y- you already had this epic, you know, heartfelt send off for him. I think bringing him back again just feels like reductive. It's it it's wasteful. But
1: yeah, but see, Jay, Belial 2.
0: Yeah, I get it, you know. I I want Belial 2 as well, but
1: Or you know what? Just to fuck with you, Jay. It's not even going to be Belly. It's just going to be Geed, and he's and Rayblood's going to get Geed this time.
0: Well, Rayblood's been dead for like. That would be the. No, no, it's fine. I don't think he's come. Nobody.
1: Well, I mean, he got he got sucked or. Hugged out of uh, I mean, Belial. Maybe yeah, he's like but, his I mean, like, soul. Fucking
0: everybody else got possessed by Ray Blood. So, I mean, it's he's not. <laughs> Belial's not special. Him getting the evil hugged out of him doesn't change the fact that Ray Blood is dead and gone. Nobody fucking cared about him anymore. Uh,
1: you, you never know, Jay. You, you, you severely underestimate. Oh. How weird Tokusatsu. How stupid Tokusatsu can get sometimes. I mean you're right. Sometimes. You're
0: right. I have I have hope <laughs> that
1: tomorrow the new trailer is going to come out and it's going to be like, "Oh, yes, the U 2." Well, but this time know, the, it's the whole eed. the whole thing about
0: the movie is that it's some epic conspiracy plot, and you know the the new villain, "Oh, what's the conspiracy? I'm not going to be surprised if they try to tie him in again."
1: The absolute conspiracy. Yes.
0: The absolute audacity of this conspiracy. Um Anyways, welcome to Ultraman Kids. Yeah. So that's it, Jeed. Uh, so that's basically it. Uh, Riku defeats.
1: Geed. So you absolutely hated Jeed? No, Geed.
0: I fucking loved Jeed. <laughs> it is quite possibly one of my favorite Ultras of just just in general of the new tri- the the new generation heroes, as they've put it. Again, admittedly, I'm I'm still missing Taiga and uh, the one after Geed. Uh So. My my whole list is not complete, so I can't necessarily ex- you know say it is my favorite. I've been enjoying Zet so far. Fuck ah! I realized I missed the new episode tonight. Um, I've enjoyed Zet so far. I like how they had Riku come back. They actually had Riku come back in uh, in an episode recently, which was fun. Uh, I think they
1: they've kind of come back for a while. No, they, they he's come back a he few has times. Come
0: back a few times. He's shown up, but that's mostly in like movies. Again, they usually reserve like makes sense. the actual old like heroes coming back for like movies and stuff. Zet has kind of been the sole exception, but Zet has Juggler as a main character for some reason. So I don't even know. Um, but that, that's that's Juggler. <laughs> he doesn't count. He's a fucking weirdo. Uh, so. I'm interested to see what they do with Belial coming up soon, but, uh, for the most part, he's been gone and buried, which I think is fine. It was a nice little send-off, and immediately bringing him back would have just completely sh- it's, again, it's not like with Ryder, where they in the next show's movie, they immediately bring all the villains back, so it makes the entire thing pointless.
1: I, I mean, to be fair, for all we know, it probably won't even be Belial and Z. It, 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 I, I mean it, but it'll probably be like a like a different Belial technically, it, I guess. Well,
0: that's the thing, is that as as much as I harped on and said that there's eight bazillion alternate universes, it's not like there's like alternate versions of the heroes. The sole exception was the, the weird Heisei remake of Seven, but we, again, we don't talk about that, so. It, it, when, <laughs> when we when will Her soon, Wulcher though. Whenever shows up again, it's almost always, it is, that is the same one we saw in whatever show they last appeared in. It's almost always the same character. And usually when there's a, a distinction, it's usually some weird shit, like, it was a dream, or this is a completely, it was like the, the fucking, what was it? The the. Gaia movie or the Bebius movie where it's like all the Ultras were like fictional characters and the, the actors were like normal people but then they were still like their Ultra selves I don't I don't know that movie didn't make any sense um <laughs> anyways uh, what was I saying so I don't think it's going to be like oh this is just a different Belial I think it actually is going to be Belial but I don't again I don't know if it's like he's back from the dead or it's a flashback and if he is back from the dead, because again, they have him front and center on the poster standing next to Zero and Reboot. for some reason, the weird Indonesian one that nobody cares about. Um, I don't know, I guess somebody cares about him. Uh, Sakamoto clearly cared about him. Uh, So they have him front and center on the poster standing next to Belial. Uh, Zero, yeah, they have Belial next to Belial. I've been drinking, as you can tell. Uh, Zero next Uh to Belial so I don't know if it's, like, it's going to be a flashback. Are they bringing him back? If they do bring him back, is he, like, are they going to actually have him turn good? Is he going to be evil? Uh, is he immediately going to return back to his old form? Are they going to keep him in the his pre-evil form? I don't know what exactly they're planning with yet. Yeah. But I think uh, whatever it is, it's going to be bonkers because that's usually how it is. Overall, I think that's it for the show. Uh, I really, really enjoyed the show. I loved all the characters. Mm, no, one or two exceptions, as I noted. But I didn't hate them. I just thought they were kind of... They were just there. I really enjoyed the fights. Uh, again, I fucking dick suck Sakamoto every time he shows up because he, he deserves it. Uh, I thought the writing was really good. There was a nice little blend of like serious drama moments and comedy, and it's not... Like distracting, like it usually is. These types of shows, where it's, you know, here's a serious scene, and then you have somebody go, boom. There's a weird camera fish eye or whatever. No, there's there's some genuine comedy and it's fun, but there's also serious drama moments, and you you can actually there's decent emotion to it. I think there's there's a flaw with the the episode lengths, the the format. They they still really need to kind of tweak it a little bit. I would definitely say adding like four extra episodes to these kinds of shows would be better. I think that would be perfect. Like 30 episodes, 31 episodes. Absolutely perfect. I think that would give them just enough time to kind of do everything they really want without it just feeling like bloated or it's ah. rushed or okay. it's not like with, you know, let's just be honest, Common Writer has been the last like 5 or 6 years where they they just run out of ideas halfway through and it's just them fucking spinning their wheels trying to wait until it's the end. (coughs) So, overall, I would solidly recommend Jeed. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think if you want to watch Ultraman, this might be a good starting point. Granted, obviously, if you don't really know who Zero is or who Belial Belial is, you're going to be a little lost it's not like
1: I mean to be fair I barely know who they well, were I was, mate. I was, I was, I was about to say it.
0: it's not like you're required you're not like required to have seen Mega Monster Battle you don't have to have seen Zero the movie or Saga or the Ultra Galaxy fights or any of the shit you don't need to have seen every single appearance of Zero and Belial up to this point to get the plot get their characters anything like that because everything that is important the show kind of tells you and you can kind of infer what their relationships and the characters are from the show that being said obviously there is going to be stuff that you're missing and it's probably better to have watched those first but you're not going to be super lost if you decide to start here i think you're, you'll have a bit of more of an emotional impact with a lot of the things if you do kind of have that knowledge that foreknowledge but it's ultimately not required it might, it might be a bad starting point personally, but I think it would be a great one that really, because this this was really the one where I kind of really started really getting into Ultraman. Like, I knew about Ultraman. I had seen a bunch of shows, but it was it was mostly like, ah, oh, this is kind of a thing. This is really where I, like, I really got into it.
1: <coughs> uh, I don't think I can really add anything to that. I mean, I, I again, I don't, again, I'm not going to say it's like all oh, fucking beautiful, but it was good. I liked it. Liked it better than Ginga S. I know that sounds like a backhanded compliment, but dude, I liked it a lot more. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. I can definitely, I could definitely see myself saying, you know what? If you're gonna start with Ultraman, start here. This is no better, no better place to start with. Even, again, I, I say even if you don't know who Zero and um, Belial are, you get of v- like Jay said, you get a very, very good understanding of what they are. Like from the outset, because I mean, what wasn't Zero's last? What he only had like what two movies before this? So
0: he had, if you don't count the Ultra Galaxy ones, uh, he had <laughs> two, three if you count the uh, his first appearance movie, but it was mostly two. There was Zero the Movie, which was the sequel to Mega Monster Battle, and then there was Saga. Which I talked about a little bit. I haven't actually seen Saga. I've heard it's all right. I haven't really been like actively wanting to look into it, but I, I that actually, you know what? That's one thing I meant to say about this. This show really made me finally like Zero because I fucking hated, hated Zero when I first started getting an Ultra. How could you hate my boy? He's like, again, like I said, he's just so overexposed and he's just everywhere and he's just like, I don't care but it was really
1: this, this this was your uh this was your uh cena style exactly, SummerSlam moment yes. where you finally where you finally saw the light this and is, you thought this is my, this you is know what my, this guy's uh, pretty good
0: this was my me abandoning my cena sucks chant for like finally realizing Maybe there's something <laughs> Just, new. Go see chant. zero sucks <laughs> I, I can't really i don't have we, shoes we, on
1: next so time stop. we're gonna see jay with fucking uh <laughs> We're gonna see Jay with like uh, the hustle loyalty respect shirt, but like Zero's face just taped over Cena's.
0: i I I could totally see I'd, that. You know, I'd buy that shirt.
1: Yeah. Oh shit! I sh- oh, that that merchandise. Mo- merchandise. Um. So with that being said, let's you know let's let's spin the wheel, Jay. Let's uh, see what what was last week. We got uh, last time we got Hojin Yatsurugi, which was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. We got Geed, which is pretty okay. So. Oh, let's see what we got on the wheel for this
0: week. let the trend going. Uh, so, when we have a little bit of time, uh, I want to go into it because I've I wanted to talk about it a little bit, but I think we kind of we kind of rambled for a little bit and lost the time. So, in terms of watching the show, uh, obviously it aired on Crunchyroll, so you can you can still just go there. Obviously, I think it's still fuck on Crunchyroll them, but you can you can buy this show you can go into your local best buy or your target or your walmart or whatever and you can just pick this up on blu-ray physically for like i think i paid like 20 like i think i paid like 30 bucks for this but i paid for expedited shipping because i wanted to make sure i got it in time to do the show um and it's it's a solid release it's got the whole show plus the movie uh, fully subbed. There's no real bonus features. There's little, again, there's a the little manual where it's kind of got like the, the foreign list and it's got the monster list and an episode guide. It's it's a little sloppy at points with the translation. Uh, the show itself just uses the Crunchyroll subs, so it's fine. There's a little weird points that I don't think really match the official translations that uh, Tsuburaya uses, but the subs themselves are fine. I would have preferred a new translation, but... Compare it to the translation from the movie. I think I prefer this overall. Um, so it's definitely worth it. Definitely worth the buy. I wish I got it a little earlier, to be honest. But uh, I was I was hoping that um, they had fixed some problems. Uh, but I I really really enjoy that we're finally getting this because uh, I I brought it up every other time we've talked about Ultraman, but. Uh, I, I, it might be fun to do, like, a full episode kind of discussing it, but, uh, very briefly, uh, the whole story, if you're not aware, is, uh, back in the 70s, there was this Thai guy, uh, from Thailand, obviously, uh, his name was Sampode, Sampon, I don't care, the guy's an asshole, so I'm not gonna get his name right, uh, Sampong Shang-Chung chang Chong chang something. Um, <laughs> like I said, the guy's an asshole. He doesn't deserve to have his name right. So he goes to Subaraya and he licenses out the use of, up to that point, the first six Ultras to use in a movie. Uh, this movie does exist. You've probably heard of it. It's called uh, uh, Hanuman Vers- Meets the Six Ultra Brothers. Uh, if you've heard of it, you have probably know it more from the sequel where he meets the first five Common Riders, which was not officially licensed by Toei and got him sued, which was his first of many lawsuits, by the way. Uh, so, so he got the use to use the Ultraman characters for one movie in the 70s. Uh, and it's real. You can watch it. It sucks. Uh, it's not worth your time. <coughs> so flash forward to 1996 97. I think it was like right when Tiga aired, or during Tiga. Uh, then president Noboru Subaraya, son of Eiji Tsuburaya, passes away. He dies. Um, you know, it's it's a big deal because he's, he's really what kind of brought the company up because obviously AGC Tsuburaya made the first two shows, but he was kind of like the business head where he he was kind of what kept the company going for a lot of that time. Uh, so he dies. Literally, like A day or two later, uh, Sampong comes back with his new company, uh, a Chinese company, which I will refer to at this point, uh, primarily just as them, because it's primarily them more so than Sampong, a company called Chayo Productions. I think that's their name. It's Chayo something. Um, And they show up, again, like literally a day or two after he dies. And they have this document that says, oh, by the way, back in the 70s, uh, Subaraya sewing over exclusive World Ride distribution rights to the first seven Ultraman shows. Uh, yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, it's... it is You can find a scan of the document online, and it is one of the most horrendously written legal documents ever. And I'm not a lawyer, and I'm saying that. So, it's filled to the brim with grammatical errors, spelling mistakes, uh, the information on the shows themselves are flagrant... Fr- flagrantly incorrect i think i got that right uh you've got shit like them calling uh ultra 7 ultraman 3 ultraman 7 uh referring to ultra q as ultraman 1 uh misspelling characters uh, getting fucking episode count.
1: I would love to show this to like my cousin who's an actual air, lawyer just to see what the fuck day. they would I, say I'll, to I'll, this. I'll
0: send you the uh, the document itself. It's on the Ultraman.
1: This sounds like a video in the making. Like, my cousin reads this shit. She's like, what I, I the I think we should fuck?
0: do like, a full episode where we really go into it because it's a, it's a fucking nightmare. Uh, basically, it is one of the worst written legal documents in history. Um, but and, it, and it's filled to the brim with completely... Wrong information, just like blade. Like, you'd have to be like retarded to have thought this was real. So, of course, Super Raya takes him to the court because, like, this is obviously bullshit. This isn't his signature. There is no way he would have signed off this, this at all. And they lost the battle. So, they, of course, you know, that was their mistake. They took him according to court into Thailand. So, they took him to court again in Japan and they lost again. Now, the reason why it's it's a little complicated and again if I actually do a full video on this, I'll save it for that. Basically there's this thing in Japan where it's like it's a official seal. Like you'll see it so if like you see in like legal stuff like, you know, you might have seen in like Phoenix, right, or something, where it's like, oh, this is this stamp that says this is this person, this is definitely thing. It's it's kinda like a social security number for us in America, basically. Where it's it's a super duper important binding legal thing where if this was misused, you had to call, like, the government to tell them that. And since, obviously, he never did, and he's not alive to disprove it, well, obviously, it's real. So, that's kind of how it is. So Holy shit. The document strictly gave them distribution rights of the show. They couldn't do anything else but put the show on TV on other networks or make DVDs or, like, VHSs. But the problem is that the document is so just overall horribly written and vague, it basically gave them free legal right to do whatever the hell they wanted with Ultraman outside of Japan.
1: Oh my fucking god.
0: Now, the thing is that a follow-up lawsuit ultimately declared no, the spirit of the document and the way it's intended to be written is that you only get distribution rights. Anything that isn't strictly just re-releasing the shows, you have to get Super permission. Obviously, of course, telling a Chinese court they need uh, copyright permission doesn't mean shit. So they still did it. So you got bootleg Chinese shows, stage shows, fucking toys, video games, t shirts, merchandise. There was an Ultraman theme park, Ultraman spin-offs, D V D sets, Ultraman the flamethrower. Um you know how it is. <laughs> you know how it it was basically like again, it was a Chinese company basically mean tell they had legal right to do whatever the fuck they wanted with something they didn't own. Even though they technically didn't have this the This right
1: legit sounds like like this legit sounds like something you can make a documentary. Oh, you, you of. could.
0: It's a lot of really heavy legal stuff that I don't want to get into because it's going to take for longer than it already is. So
1: honestly, do you probably you should yeah. do, make this into a
0: documentary? So, short version is for the last like twenty something years, this company, this Chinese company, has had basically free reign to do whatever the hell they want with Ultraman. And even though they technically didn't have the right to, that didn't stop them. Superia took them to court, maybe like a couple dozen times and they still kept doing it. So ultimately, eventually, after uh, a very, very infamous Ultraman movie where they had a guy who was in full body paint and jean shorts show up on stage as their Ultraman suit uh, in a movie... Wow! In a a movie where Ultraman was the villain by the way uh, they made Ultraman the villain of their movie uh, and they couldn't even be bothered to make a fake suit for their stage performance. Subaraya was like, you know what, that's it. We're done fucking around. And they took him to a court in America, which of course, you know, they oh they shit in the first place. So they took him to court in America, and the judge in America looks at the document. It's like, all right, this makes sense. And they asks he asks Sa- Sampong the single question that no other fucking judge on the planet had asked up to that point. Where's your passport? He asks him to see his passport that proves you were in Japan on the date this was signed. He can't bring the oh, he can't bring oh. the passport to court. Therefore, it's a fake document. Superaya wins. That's pretty much it. So, so because of so no, okay, so I'm simplifying it. He brought a photocopy of his passport, which again, legal 101, photocopies do not count as admissible as of admissible evidence. Because obviously you can edit it, especially with a passport. Even I know that, and I'm stupid. So he brings a photocopy of his fucking passport to the judge. It's like, yep, this is real. This is totally not edited. And of course he's like, get the fuck out of my court. You lose. That's pretty much it. So that so you could really tell Subaru was waiting for this because of course they had started putting the shows up on Crunchyroll and they kind of been like digital distribution with the newer shows. The second that ended, they went full hog. D V D sets, merchandise, new movies, new comics, the manga, the you know, web games, stuff like that. They they had been waiting for this for a while to do it. So that's really why we're starting to get these Blu-ray sets now. It's not because like, oh well now there's a market, it's no, now we're legally able to actually do this. So it's it's a very bizarre story. And it's a it's something you should look into. I might actually just do a full, like, recap of it at some point, because it's 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 so fucking. Honestly, bonkers. you
1: fucking should because this is fucking amazing.
0: Yeah. So, if you really want to watch the show, just buy the Blu-ray because you know that the money is going to Subaraya and not some Chinese bastards like the old Mill Creek sets from like the 2000s with Ultra Seven from Shout Factory. That was going to the Chinese guys. Subaraya didn't get a dime of that. So, if you have that, throw it out. Buy the new Blu-ray. So, do something yeah, good. Do something good, and that's it. That's what I enjoy, and that's where that's one of the big reasons why I really like this set is because, it's it's this ultimate fuck you to these, these copyright bastards basically. It's it's Suburaya's final victory, and that's what I like. That's why I think you should go and buy this set,
1: especially after all the shit they did to the fucking to the to the point where they fucking faked a dead guy's signature. Jesus.
0: Faked a dead guy's signature and, again, his equivalent of a social security number the day after he died. Th-
1: th- 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 thanks, China.
0: Yeah. Thanks, China. Th-
1: thanks, China. Fucking assholes.
0: So. <laughs> this is why no one likes you this guys. This is why no one likes China. Y- not even the virus <laughs> Nobody likes China. Like this. So, AJ... <laughs> what, do you, what do you got for us? What is what is this next week's topic?
1: <laughs> well, technically not gonna be next week. Well technically next week is zero well, one if we, because well, zero if one one gonna
0: finished in time we should probably able to we'll probably be able to do it before zero one. So mm-hmm.
1: the next uh, well, tentative yeah, topic maybe. that
0: may or may not be zero one is.
1: <laughs> I kinda don't know I don't I don't even want to put oh, it. Oh <laughs>
0: I'm already seeing your reaction here in the chat, and I'm not. I'm not happy. I'm not. Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. we're doing wizard. Well, oh, you know what? I haven't been getting a good night's sleep, anyways. You
0: know what? It could be worse.
1: <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could be what? what? What could it be at I this point?
0: Seed. Um,
1: I don't think seed is actually. Well, no, I think seed's on there. No, not oh no, that's could not what any, I had. No, what the fuck. I don't
0: know it could be like Ghost Sager.
1: Uh, that it was. Oh, you you f- you fucking think you're lucky stars that we landed on Wizard then?
0: Uh. Because
1: Ghost Sager was right next uh, to it. You see, Jay. Now you say that. I did. You said that, didn't you? You you said that. Yeah next after after wizard's going to be go i'm 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 telling you know what? I'm telling you, you know right what? now yeah, it's going to
0: be that's my fault if it is. so whatever
1: <laughs> this is this is what happens when we have a good show we have to watch wizard we have to watch wizard this, this is what happens yeah. we can't we we can't have good things anymore jay we can't have good no, things no. you know what saying i say that but you know what may, 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 maybe it won't be as bad as i remember it Maybe it won't be a who who subbed this? Is anybody else subbed uh, this besides Nihon? Overtime
0: did it, so
1: Oh, yeah. did they? Oh, okay. Okay. So next week it is gonna be Common Rider Wizard. It's magic time, everybody. Uh, <laughs> what is Golden Lover, Jay? Everyone loves Golden Lovers or Bomber, Bomber,
0: jackass. Fuck.
1: <laughs> I I got that really I got that confused with the Kenny Omega Abushi team from GJ. used them
0: in Psychic Lover.
1: Oh, I did. Oh, that would be you awesome. I, I, that would be, awesome, be an awesome. That would be an awesome band. To
0: hear that combo, honestly.
1: That'd be like that'd be like Jam Project for a new generation. <laughs> it, Fuck what, yeah, I'd, I'd take that.
0: It'd be the new generation ultra of Jam Project. You know? Yeah, that was uh,
1: except without all the uh, except with all the arrests. Yeah. <laughs> it happens uh, So with that being said uh, So yeah next week is going to be Common Rider Wizard Let's uh Oh my god I hope their fucking I hope their fucking torrents work this time Because I remember how I told you I tried to get their fucking ghost shit And it did not work
0: Yes yes I remember that
1: So I'm going to hope uh, I'm going to hope that it works this time Because if not fuck But whatever next week Common Rider Wizard It's magic magic magijo, show Jojo Ho ho time! At least I get to watch Gremlin again. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Gremlin being Gr- fun.
0: Gremlin was fun. I
1: remember him. So. <laughs> so uh, with that being said, as always, I am AJ. That's Jay, yeah,
0: folks. <laughs> I, I, so that's, uh
1: if that's, you ever wanted to join,
0: thing when he flies off. I don't know. I thought it would be fun. <laughs> it, it was, I'm, I'm too far from the mic. It probably didn't sound right. So
1: so that being said if you ever want to join the discord please do join the discord down below there's the diggy, and we'll see you guys next week so bye-bye. bye bye bye